Welcome, Internet, to the Megavision, uh, Megavisions Sideshow, the companion to the companion podcast of Megavisions Magazine, where we stray away from the gaming news and what we've been playing to talk about just one movie, TV show, genre, game, what have you. Joining me today is the Tic-Tac-Toe champion, Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. Would you like to play a game? Mm, getting it right there. And I'm a remote-controlled pterodactyl. I'm Scotty Moe. So, uh, so <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll talk about that too. Don't you worry. But today's topic is the movie War Games, released in 1983. A young computer whiz kid accidentally connects into a top secret supercomputer, which has complete control over the U.S. nuclear arsenal. It challenges him to a game between America and Russia, and he in wait oh innocently. <laughs> starts the countdown to World War III. Can he convince the computer he wanted to play a game and not the real thing? This movie is starring Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy, which, interestingly enough, uh, we'll go through, you know, this is the intro we always do, everybody. It's not going to be just me talking. We'll go through the stars, the box office numbers, and uh, then we'll just talk about it. But Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy. Um, what's interesting is I didn't realize, I forgot she was in this movie, but these two kids... Uh, later go on to be part of two of the 80s most popular films ever with Matthew yeah. Broderick being in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Ali Sheedy being the goth girl that eats her cereal on bread in The Breakfast Club. Both oh, directed crap, by John that's Hughes. that's right. Yep. That's but, right. There you go. Both of them are John Hughes movies. John, John Hughes movies. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the box office, the budget for this was $12 million and it grossed $79 million. Did very well, even with what it was up against in that year, which we'll talk about after. And it did win some awards, but um, let's go ahead and just jump into it. Uh, I'll say that I don't have much to say in terms of background in this, so I'll say literally... I remember this was another movie that I just happened to catch on TV, like on the USA channel when I was sick from school one day. Yeah, uh, I, I have always heard and known about this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always known about Would You Like to Play a Game and all that stuff. But I've never actually sat down and watched it until yeah. last night. And yeah. it's almost a two-hour movie, and I did not feel like it was a two-hour movie. Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. And, and And I remember this is the first time I've sat down with the whole thing, and... I did not remember a lot of it, like, until they get to the cabin, basically. Um, so I don't know if I just missed most of it or if it was one of those things where I was flipping through channels and all I saw were the military parts, so I didn't care, uh, as a kid anyway. So right. Because it, it starts pretty slow, and I would say yeah. pr pretty slow even for, like, not because, you know, it's 2020 and we have ADHD because videos last 30 seconds anymore. But <laughs> it, it really, it starts, you know, like, at first I wasn't sure we were watching the right movie because it's just a foggy wasteland or something. And there's yeah. just a car that pulls up to, a, a like, a ranch home. And these two guys walk in and they hold their badges up to a mirror. And then on the other side, you see all the bleepy bloop lights. And it's like, oh, military outpost underground. Which, so, by the, the way, the guy that uh, clearanced them through the door, I've seen him in multiple movies before. He's a dad in a lot of movies. Okay. Um, yeah, there's... I'm trying to find him. We're going to run a lot... Run across a lot of, like, oh, that's that person. That's that person. We already had it with one of the stars. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so it starts just with, like... Uh, 
these two guys basically clocking in for their shift, um, and it's behind a really thick door. But what it is, it's a changing of the guard for uh, kind of like missile surveillance and launching that requires two people, two launch codes, two keys. Um, right. And uh, they go through the process because as soon as they get in, there's like, oh, this is this is we're gonna launch a, a nuke. And yep. they're both staring at the thing, copying down codes, and then they both put their keys in the holes. And one guy refuses to turn his key all the way to launch the missile. And yeah, you know, he the, thinks it's a he thinks it's a, a a test the entire time, and he's waiting for them to call it off. But right, uh, it's a pretty intense opening scene. It is, um, and I and I think kids wouldn't really know what it means, but it is intense because they. It, to put it into perspective, they could maybe be starting the next world war with just launching this missile. Um, and so, but he's just sitting there and that you, we should, we should point out they can't see each other's faces. They're just kind of facing away from each other, but the, the it's air force. The one guy that doesn't want to turn the key, the other guy, suddenly he has a six shooter and he's pointing it at him saying like, that's not protocol or something like that. Cause he just will not, um, turn the key. And then, he, uh, I don't, I don't know my gun terminology, but it's like when the when the barrel turns just before you're gonna fire, like you have to squeeze the trigger a little more to actually fire a bullet, and right. um, but it cuts away from that. But you don't hear a bang, you don't hear like one more click or anything like that. So I look over at Rachel when we're watching them, and I'm like, I do not remember this. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just cuts, and then it's like war games, and there's just a jeep driving down a road, a military jeep. So. Yeah. It, it leaves it open to like, did he just die? How, and I, so at that point, I also like, I have to look up the rating of this film <laughs> to determine yeah. if he's dead or not. You know. Well, at that point, yeah, it gets it gets answered later. But uh, the whole reason for that opening thing is like, I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, oh sh- snap, is this like a thing that like, what is going on? And then later in the movie, they basically are saying like, it was all a test. Like even in the tests, they do they go through tests like so extensively in that like government program that at one point they he was like, Well call such and such, see if it's you know, see if this is a joke. And the guy's like, That's not protocol and he's like, Just do it and they don't get an answer and they're like, Yep, uh, they could probably already be hit, be hit and all this other stuff. Right. I'm like, Oh snap. But yeah, then after that scene it goes into a discussion with like it uh it's at NORAD and it's basically them talking about like we had 22% of our silos not fire their missiles when they were supposed to. Right. And the president right, right. is pissed off. <laughs> yeah. We should lead up a little bit. Cause this sets up like how secretive this whole thing is. Um, cause mm-hmm. it also is a long intro of like, you know, the gun doesn't fire. It cuts to, uh, starting credits and then there's a Jeep going down this road and then there's helicopters and then there's other big military looking things. And then eventually they drive down this, you know, the famed long tunnel into wherever they're going, you know, underground. And so they set up this big, like, Oh, there's flashing lights everywhere. There's soldiers everywhere. This is some big top secret semi underground thing. It's bad, but I keep thinking of the first Michael Bay transformers movie for some reason now with this crap. Um, Well, what's funny is that tunnel that they go through is actually in multiple movies. Like it's in back to the future. And it's in a couple other movies. Like it's the same set that they've used on. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That does make sense. But yeah, the set was like 12, this set was like a million dollars to build. Yes. And the, when you get into like the big room with all the screens, um, we'll, we'll get more into factoids at the end. But one of the factoids is like 
screens of that size did not exist, so it's actually projection yeah. <laughs> screens with stuff on them. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but, like, yeah, so they we we kind of get an answer sort of quickly to what the reason was once uh, people start talking in that meeting room of, like, yeah, basically we have soldiers that are not pulling the trigger with these keys, and so we need to talk about having a computer that doesn't pass judgment on something. It'll just do what it's ordered to. Yeah. Um, the, the coldness that a computer is. <laughs> right. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, let's see here. The name of the computer is a little goofy, but Whopper. I like it. Whopper. Yeah. It's War Operation Plan Response. Yes. Is what it stands for. And they try to give it a face with where the lights are. Did you notice that? Kind of. A little yeah, bit, yeah. Because it's got two sort of... <sighs> two sort of round lights and then there's a just a rectangle in the middle below them that's supposed to be a mouth but it's not like if i could equate it to anything it's almost a uh, um um when you're looking at music when you're looking at music quite literally and you want to see like the sound waves of something but it's not really the wavy things but it's just blips going up and down right uh, so but yeah so they're talking about and, you know, you've got the staples in here. You've got the think tank. You've got the general who is probably from Texas who talks with the southern drawl. I um, love him. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> I will I will give them props that for 83 that they actually had a lady in this room, like a woman was part of the meeting. I feel like yeah. most of the time around now it, it wasn't like it, which is sad because there's another scene that we'll talk about briefly, which just completely negates that. But um. Uh, with the security right. guard. Uh, but so, yeah, yeah but th so they're like talking like, this is all this. Let's walk down this hallway and look at all these crazy blinking lights. And this is Whopper. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I and, still feel like she's still like, she's there, but I feel like she's still more of a secretary type. So yeah, might be. Yeah. One to read back the minutes or whatever, or like she has to report to somebody else. Well, the like whole that. thing was the gum. There's a, there's a part where he like, she's talking to the, the main guy. Let me find his name. Uh, McKittrick. He's the main scientist. That's like, mm -hmm. uh, working with Whopper and trying to get the president to, uh, switch from soldiers to an automated computer system. Yeah. And, he was just like, I think he's going into a meeting and he like hands his gum to her and she's just like, which is weird enough, just puts it in her mouth and starts chewing it. What? I miss that completely. You don't yeah, it's a little bit later. Like they're going into, I think it's when, we can talk about it a little bit later, but it's when they actually like uh, arrest Matthew Broderick's character and get him to NORAD. Oh, and it's He's then. going okay. to like talk, yeah. Okay, that'd be why I missed it then. I Okay, I don't feel as clueless thing because i really feel like that would have been something i noticed <laughs> um right yeah so but it's basically um mckittrick is defending the whopper he <laughs> shit <laughs> that sounds so weird doesn't it <laughs> he's defending the whopper i think i already have our episode title <laughs> um, defending the whopper <laughs> yeah so but it's just okay i got up I, I have the movie playing in the background but i want to talk about the mm -hmm. arcade as we get into it so i don't want to miss anything but because this is this is setting up the whole plot, the whole defense thing, the whole worry about AI. Like he's saying that the computer will be the best choice. It'll be the best option. It'll save us. It does the like it. Um, the one guy I, I I didn't write down all their names, but essentially the IT guy uh, standing next to Whopper kind of says like this oh, thing yeah. has already fought world war three you know stuff like that because it's got the stats of casualties and everything else going on to factor in everything it basically it's doing the math of a war to figure out like what's the best case scenario or you know like what's the 
um, what's the actual damage that would be done? Things like that. Oh, I I thought that was okay. So at the very beginning, the two guys we were talking about, uh, the oh, I know, one exactly. that I think pull. I know what you're gonna do, but go ahead. I was I was watching. I was like, that really looks like Michael Madsen. Um, and, and I was like, no, that's not Michael Madsen. And then I just looked it up, and like, it was Michael Madsen, <laughs> the wormy looking guy, the 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 black haired guy, the one that oh, was uh, like, no, that's not pro- that's he, the guy that's like that's not protocol. Oh, okay, yeah. What is he? Yeah, in I was like otherwise. Uh, he's in the Kill Bill movies. He's in Reservoir Dogs. He's in a bunch of Quentin Tarantino movies. Okay, you you know his face if you here. I'll send it to you. So. Probably. Um, but so yeah. So what overall? What they're defending and and Texas General. That's his name now. He um he says like he's against it because you know he's the traditional way and it's very much like I don't want a computer making these decisions. I need. I need my boys to make them send our boys yeah. home, you know, but he's also the one that calls and talks to the president to say, Mr. President, I need your word. I need your signal to launch this missile, essentially. Yeah, you know? he's the one that gets everything ready to go and then. Need- oh, so I he's got he's. I lost you for a second. He, he's the one that gets everything ready to go. And then what? And then just needs the president's approval. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, I love him. His the actor's name is Barry Corbin, and he is I love him in this movie. <laughs> most of his lines were improv improvised from what yeah, I was reading. Yeah, and when I read that, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and, and and it works for that character because a lot of it is like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, no, let's do this. <laughs> He's the audience. You. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, he very much is the audience's voice. Um, so they. I guess they sort of come to a decision there. Uh, well, yeah, they do because they say, like, we don't need our boys both turning keys, so screw that. They're going to be just computers, you know? And we, they don't really get that confirmation in the meeting, but we see that later. Um, <clears throat> but so anyway. Yeah, because the mm-hmm. one guy, I guess it's the president's aide. I don't know if it, what it is, but it's the guy that has to report back to the president with what happened. Yeah. And he's just like, we're going with Whopper. And mm-hmm. uh, the general is not happy. <laughs> no, he's not. But he realizes that, you know, he's out. He's becoming outdated. This machine is going to do his right. almost his job, essentially. Um, yep. And speaking of machines, let's go to the arcade. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Playing some Galaga. I miss, I miss <laughs> arcades like that. man. I wish I would have grown up during that age. Yeah, I was just a little too young. I, well, I wasn't even born at this when this movie was uh, came out. Yes, I was not either. But um the we see some sega stuff because there's a i think it's congo bongo that is just past galaga and something else in the background you see a tron machine back there um but uh but matthew broderick's character david is playing galaga and and he's he's cool because he's playing an arcade game and he's our hero ladies and gentlemen um but uh he I, the only thing that bothers me about this is I feel like this is not a convincing arcade because there's so much outside light coming in that you wouldn't be able to see most <laughs> of the games you're playing. But Yeah, and, that's true. I think it's just like supposed to be like a hangout because there's a food area too, so it's probably right. just a little like quick cash grab area that the yeah. owner's trying to do. Very much the like the meetup place in in uh, Monster Squad or something, you know. Yeah. Just food well, what's cool is apparently I don't know if we want to keep. Do we want to just keep do like splicing trivia in when we're talking yeah, about we the can. movie? Yeah. Uh, actually, the I guess the director or the producers of the movie actually sent a Galaga and Galaxian machine to Matthew Broderick's home for like two months so he could practice and oh, get nice. good at it. That's cool. Yeah. That's very I would cool, totally be like, uh, yeah, that's why I need it, and then just never give him back. Yep, research, <laughs> research. 
So, but he's like a, a classic, you know, 80s teen. He's playing a game, and this little kid comes in. He's like, you're going to be late for school or something like that. And to which it's like, well, why aren't you in school? But all right, see you. Take over my Galaga game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, brother. Truancy um, was very it was easily done back then. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, you know, classic running to school and all that good stuff. Um, going to be late. Got to go to – we got to introduce the characters and show how he's he's a slacker and everything. So yeah. he doesn't um, – asshole teacher hands him his test as he comes into class with a big old F circled on it. And, yep. like – and and Rachel and I were watching the. She was kind of half paying attention. Um, I told her I was like, I don't think you really dig this movie. She's like, All right, I'll just be in the room. And um, <laughs> but she saw this scene and she's like, What an asshole! I'm like, That's just how it was, honey. Like that's yeah. not like how else are you gonna? Of course, today uh, all the snowflakes would be like, Mom, he did this, and then the oh, PTA yeah. would be in charge of everything. Well, th- but this is a this is an era where. Uh, the parents would automatically like side with the teachers. Yeah. And but nowadays, it's a lot of the parents automatically side with the child and think that they're the victim and all that stuff. So. Yep. But if it wasn't that yeah. way, we wouldn't have all these kid heroes. <laughs> yeah, you know? like it's crazy. Like I, the the movie, I, I love this. I actually really like the scene. Uh, so the asshole teacher is basically humi- uh not humiliating, but just you know. Yeah, you got this big F. That's why you don't know this. And then we actually get Ali's, uh, Ali Sheed's character, Jennifer, introduced because her and her friends sit in front of uh, sit in front of David, and they are just some giggling girls, man. That's yeah. they're just laughing nonstop. Yep, especially about the word asexual. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, we were all in high school. Like yep. I remember when we were first talking about like the sexual reproductive organs, and my teacher said vagina, and I yeah. busted out laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I got sent out of the school. I got sent out of the room, and I was like, "All right, whatever." Sorry mm-hmm. that words are funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, but he does have a good joke, or he does have a good comeback. Uh, yeah. where the teacher asked, "What's so funny?" Or no, he asked the question. Um. What was it? Who came up? Who decided yeah, who on asexual? First coined the, yeah, who first coined the term asexual? Like, uh, uh, sexual something by, a, like, not touching or something like that. Yeah, and he replies with, was it your wife? And everybody's yeah. like, whoa! <laughs> and that, and the, the laughs were actually not... The laughs were the crew. Because oh, they really? didn't know the punchline of the... They didn't know the punchline of the joke. And <laughs> when Matthew Broderick says, your wife you can actually listen and like, those aren't kids. That's like the, the crew laughing at the joke and they just kept it in. <laughs> that's pretty great. I did not know that, but that's pretty great. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so they, it, it, yeah, whatever. So they both have F's. He gets sent to the principal office where this is a key thing where he like, um, basically says hi to the secretary or whatever she is. It's a really weird office setup, but, um, he you gotta have walks... that buzzer. You can't get through that little door without the buzzer. Yeah, that's also weird. Like, what the fuck? But so he goes to sit for the principal or wait to talk to the principal, and he finds a list of words, and the word pencil is not crossed off yet. Which we're like, all right, whatever. That's something. And yeah. uh, you don't even see the meeting with the principal. It just cuts to him leaving school. Yeah, it's and... not relevant. So. Yeah, what's her name? Almost runs him over with the motorcycle moped thing. Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but then we get introduced after that to the coolest character, Bo the dog. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> I'm, the movie's going right with us. So, yeah, I knew as soon as I saw the dog, I was like, Scotty's gonna love this damn dog. He's a good dog. <laughs> he's a good boy. He goes through the garbage. He's a, he's a plot point almost. But <laughs> he, well, yeah, he kind of is at one point. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the whole reason for that scene was just because to get our two. It's setting up for our two character, our two main yeah. characters to meet and all that stuff. So. Yeah, and this movie... is the weirdest part. Like oh, the weirdest okay. part when they get home or get to David's home, and he's just like, "Yeah, come on up to my room. My parents aren't home." And Again. you can kind of, you can kind of feel it even with her. She's like, "Your parents aren't home." He mm-hmm. goes, "No, they work." And he's just like, "Come on up." And I'm like, "All right, dude." <laughs> like yeah. <in> eighty three, <laughs> just another of I've already got this girl in my room, and we're like, way more would be happening or attempt attempts at happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess with this is it's not important because that's not in a raunchy like uh, boner comedy. That's what would happen, but that's right. not what this kind of movie is. Good old boner comedy, my favorite genre. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like they, it, it's not overblown, but there is the classic like "do not enter" sign on the teenager's door. Um, yeah, and it's locked. <laughs> yeah, but so he's like, "Check out my computer." Throws that giant floppy disk in. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a probably seven inch floppy, I guess. Uh, but uh, I would say bigger than that, probably. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a large boy, but and he starts up his computer, and then um, she's just like, "What's that?" and like picking up random things, and then eventually you see that he's logging in to change his report card grade, um, mm-hmm. and he puts in the word pencil, and he's like, "Yeah, they change it." Blurp blurp blurp, and I've got it. And I just changed my grade. It's a C. Believable from an F. And he's like, I'll change your grade. <laughs> she's like, don't do that. And then she leaves because she's pissed. And yeah. But then he changes and, it to an A. And I'm like, that's way more noticeable. She's yeah. definitely going to get in trouble. Like, wouldn't the teacher that did the t- – like, you made su- – the teacher made such a big deal of, like, pointing them out during class and be like, hey, wait a minute. How would you pass this class? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so – uh. And that's kind of that scene. Um, now we go back to the missile silo where the guards are getting replaced uh, just with new computer pieces, yeah. basically. Um, and we see and the result a, of what happened in the opening scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did not die. He did not get shot. But it, it's it's a quick scene, but it's just it's a quick scene, but it's one of the most important scenes in the movie because um, it shows that the computer has now replaced the guys standing by mm-hmm. with keys and everything to launch missiles. So and they got to make sure to get those cool chairs out of there. That was the first thing when I saw them. I yeah, was like, those chairs like are so cool. Red gaming chairs before gaming chairs. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then one more like mom trope, I guess from the eighties, it feels like we go back to the home where mom is a realtor dad. We don't know what dad does, but he works. But, dad uh, likes butter. Dad likes butter on his corn. <laughs> this um just blew Rachel's mind when he buttered his bread and then took the bread and wrapped it around the corn to butter it easier than trying to butter just the corn. Um, right. I didn't think that much of it. I guess she had never seen that, but, you know, the 80s. I don't know. Yeah. Right, Sketch? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're in, talking in about my, butter and corn. In my defense, in my defense, I was up at eight thirty. But, <laughs> but you know, man, that snooze is a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Definitely yeah, it is. is. We aren't that far into the movie, so um, we're just up to like where. He's already changed the grades, and uh, we talked we're about the, the buttered toast. The buttered toast. 
Um, the um, the key turner has already got replaced by computers. Um, do you now, now that you're popping in? Uh, do you want to say like how much experience you have with this movie at all? Myself, I just happened to catch it on USA one day. Um, uh, sure. Like it actually ended up being a highly influential film for me. Like, mm-hmm. um, I saw the movie. I want to say it was about a year after it came out in 1984 on on VHS. Right? Like we, we went we went to um. There was a family we were friends with, and they had two daughters that, like, I had grown up with a little bit, you know, like, and um, I can say their first names, Ardeth and Tana. So, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, I got who cares, right? But you, you know, right. I don't want to email. So, um, uh, we went to it was Artist's birthday. We went there for, and we were watching the movie, right? And it's just like, you know, I'm like, let's see, five, six years old. So like, like with the opening sequence that when it opens up like with the the, the the fucking missile, he's pointing a gun. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Like as a kid, I don't understand why this is intense, but it is. Yeah, it's super intense. You know, um, but long story short, like, like there's that scene right at the end where. Broderick and, and Ali Sheedy, they do the French kiss. Remember, it's the second time they kiss, mm-hmm. right? Me and Arnif took a good look at one another. <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy, when this movie ended, she took me out to her bedroom and uh, I had my Oh, Lord. Time. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she showed you her computer and then you guys uh, played nah, chess on there? Nah, <laughs> Changed this, each this other's grades. I French kiss at six years old, bro. Like you know what I mean? Because Ali shoots and And I'm watching. So War Games will always be one of Sketch's favorite movies. Thank it God was like Matthew going Broder. home. I was crying last night. I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's it's crazy how like, you don't realize sometimes how influential something was. Like, and I was like, yeah, okay, fucking War Games, whatever. But overall, dude. I mean, overall, I think. I think the movie holds up extremely well. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really do. My first time ever. I had always known about the movie, uh, but I never actually sat down and watched it until last night. And I, I mean, I did not feel like I was sitting there for two hours watching a movie. I was just, I was enjoying it thoroughly the entire time. I remember my thoughts at the time, other than Ali Sheedy's. I mean, I mean, look, and even now, they're acting like little kids is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're clearly not kids. I mean, let's let's get past yeah. that. But but they're it's pretty. I mean, especially her like like mannerisms is very. She's not acting like a twenty eight year old. You know what I mean? Who's playing a kid? She's acting like a kid. She's not super smart. They're not figuring shit out. You know, and even though Broderick has some quips, they're quips that you could come up with at his age. I, I think the only mm-hmm. time it, it's like. It's kind of like you could see the look on his faces around this scene where I think it's when he comes down and his dad gets the grades, you know? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, it's like you could tell all the actors there are like, they're clearly like <laughs> <laughs> not doing their best job. It is it is interesting to see him go from this and then, you know, a few years later to, to Ferris Bueller, right? Where he's still mm-hmm. using computers and fucking around, but not right. getting in trouble. I don't it, it is it is a little weird. Uh I think the cinematography on this film is highly the, the director of photography is, is amazing. There's, there's they do so much with so little in this 
this movie. Like, yeah, I mean, he's a... just sitting there at a fucking computer, and they're looking at him. You know, I mean, it's just her and him looking at a fucking computer, and it it, it works, works, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I I was even like when I was watching that. I'm I'm saying to myself and to Rachel, I'm just like. This is not an exciting thing they're doing. They're just typing in codes and looking yeah. at a map, but they're selling it. Yeah, they're selling it. And I mean, and it's not, it's like, look, look you have to basically know nothing about computers to buy into it. But right. at the same time, like, it's not like they were trying to get you to to understand the tech. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they weren't like trying, like, you know, you always could tell, like, when screenwriters write some computer shit. Like, I remember there's that famous episode from friends where Chandler, they start rattling off fucking stats. It has a CD row capability. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you're just like, come on, what'd you fucking, you know what I mean? Read the computer trader or some shit today. Yeah. They just write that, you know, mm-hmm. like what do you got it for? games <laughs> and they, they do drop a few things on here. Like they use the, the term firewall. I don't think firewall was ever being that used. Was in film. That was interesting. Yeah. That was the first, it was one of the trivias was it was the first time a firewall as a, it, like a computer security network was ever mentioned in a movie. Yeah, yeah. like things like Deep Logic, you know what I mean? Which which mm-hmm. we're dealing. I mean, I mean, it's essentially like it's like a word game now, where you plug in a bunch of you know, those those right. text sensitive games where you're talking to computers. But like, so it's just it does a really good job. And then again, the sets like it takes that war room set takes the war room from like. um Doctor Strange love, and then adds like fucking Transformers to it. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, <laughs> that's like, what Scotty really... said. Yeah. Yeah. And I, by the way, when the war game scene first plays, I always thought that was the Decepticons theme. When I was a kid, I was like, and I don't know. And I'm pretty good at names. I don't know any of the fucking names offhand from the director to the fucking the 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 composer, the editor. Like, nope. I'm just like, who are these fucking whoever made this? They gotta bring this fucking team back. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, no, no, well, that's not, no, not the sequel. Bad. There was a sequel. Oh, no, was it? Ooh, not, gross. There was a remake. You know that was that was horrific too. So yeah, there's like, like four movies named War Games. Actually, I was trying to find just yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised this wasn't made into like a shitty USA TV show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's up there with like, weird science or something. <laughs> You know, they're using, like, really bad computer graphics and shit. So, I mean, I I do, like, wonder, like, I mean, if there was more story to it, like, what the fuck was up with ProtoVision? You know what I mean? Like, like, what what were they? They they never showed. (laughs) It was such a big sort of plot point, and then you just kind of forget about it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those plot points that gets you to the main plot point. Yeah, true. Right, but as an Easter egg, it would have been great if it was like the company that from Tron or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> it would have, been, would have been great if they could just like if I could do a fan edit, I would just try to like roto out Protovision and put like Encom. You're like, oh yeah, these fucking to play some games. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so um, uh, his mom and dad. There's a lot of character actors in here that that were pretty popular at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there were people that just showed up in and out of movies. Uh, so the mom and dad I've seen before, but they're not like you would go. Oh, that's not Joe Flattery, who's way young in in 1983. But it's like a guy who could be Joe Flattery one day. Like it's, but you know that face. Like if you've seen TV, you've seen that dude. The mom I've seen somewhere before. I just can't fucking put my finger on it. You know? Yeah, um, I don't know either. 
The, in the military, there's the, the main colonel. He has a sidekick, this bald dude. That's the dude from Ghostbusters. Like, remember when they go he, get Slimer? He's like, I'm not going to pay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the hotel. That's <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll just put it right back in. Yeah. I pro- you know what? I probably couldn't think of his. I probably couldn't think of where I saw him from because he never got like visually annoyed in this movie, like he does in that. So I think if I saw him like heated, then I would think that's it, Ghostbusters. He's the pissed off hotel get manager or whatever. I was right. telling Scotty too at the very beginning. I'm like, I'm looking at the the one of the war guys, one of the guys that are turning the key, and I'm like, that's Michael Madsen. And I sit there for a minute, and then I get a close up look of it, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's not. And then I looked him up. I'm like, nope, that's Michael Madsen. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of oh. there's a lot of that in this one. That the principal from Back to the Future is in it, you know. Oh yeah, that's a big one. But like, there's in the so in the background, like even in the military room, there's an African American soldier I in there. Who, remember his name either? I think he was in like a game where he like in a movie with the prison with like football or something like with, with mm. Burt Reynolds. Oh, oh yeah. The... It was like about. it's like that or a movie like that where I've like I've seen him in prison where he's this big strong Longest dude. Yard. Yeah, it's something like that. You know what I mean? It may not be a movie, but something like that. So right. like Yeah, lots of phases. Um, and th- that's the thing, is like I was trying to go through the credits to start crediting people. Like you see this guy from that, I'm like, uh, we're just gonna stick with it. it's got Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy in it. There's too many oh, others. It's got Eddie Deason from yeah. Critters Two in it. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I will but, before we get away from Protovision. This there was a War Games game for PlayStation One, and the opening of it is like, "You want games? You want violence? You get Protovision!" Like this, like bad, like monster <laughs> truck rally announcer kind Maybe, of. Maybe hey guys, how about this? What if Protovision was was like the company that built Proto? Right, like Mega Man. Don't start with me. He has eighty shades. Proto Man has eighty shades, guys. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. true. Maybe that's the. Maybe that was the inspiration for it. I do have a couple questions. Like up to this point, like, like, does his parents not care if he goes to school ever? Like, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> what he's like, like you know, all week, he's just like he's literally. Look, his, these these parents, man, they're like. It's like the dad from Stranger Things, where he's just he basically shows up to the dinner table and says, "Listen to your mother." Yeah. And but the mother well, he in this literally isn't looks even there like either. the dad from Stranger Things. Like, yeah, like, he looks. They, they, they're, they're, it can't be unintentional. Like they didn't model mm-hmm. something after the look of them. You know, like there's something right. there to that. But they're definitely like older and dumber than his parents and Ferris Bueller. You know, yes. what I mean? like, yes, like they're almost grandparents. You know, both both uh, another tie in like both moms are real estate agents. uh, And we just watched Evolved Evolver where the mother was also a real estate agent (laughs) in that. So I don't know. That's just what mothers do. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I was thinking about Evolver. I'm like, you know, man, like it's a damn shame. We go from this to Evolver in like fucking Mm -hmm. 15 years. You know, know, I I can see like when fucking what's his face? it's Alan Embry, Ethan Embry gets the role. He's like, it's like, uh, it's going to be like war games. You know, <laughs> I'm going to make <laughs> millions. The games. Yeah. We hack in, we get the games. And there's a girl in the military. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah, uh, lots of parallel. Yeah. Stuff going I'm, on. I'm fairly certain his parents are conservative. Like, 
I mean, real estate agent, they probably voted for Reagan. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just like, I'm trying to get like, cause she's talking about the economy and, you know. Yeah. Well, that ties in with what this movie actually did for Reagan. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause some of the trivia yeah. for that was, he like, actually tell you, showed it. The vibe in the room, like my father, dude, you know, so my father, you know, he passed away. He, uh, you know, he was a man of color who, who believed if he was, cause he was, a, he served in the Navy, he was a paramedic. Mm-hmm. You know, law enforcement, he owns all security companies. So he was like, he was pro fucking government, pro military, pro police, all that stuff. Super. And he was like, yeah, I fucking love them. They're going to love me. I'm like, they don't love you, dad. You know, it was a hard, (laughs) it was like every time I turn on the news or beat up some of the brown man. And I'm like, dad, they just, God, they don't, you know what I mean? I get you. And I have a total respect for, I'm, I'm prior service myself, but like you watch this movie. And they were just like, that's right, the government's on top of it. I'm like, the government's getting it shit kicked at by a little kid. Like, it's not on top of it, Dad. This is not. But he would only see the, you know, like anytime they'd lock the door and it'd show the hydraulics, it's like, that's the government, yeah. You know, you're just like, fuck, dude. Wow. And for the longest time, anytime I closed a heavy door, I, I had saw this movie. You know, you close the heavy door. Shh. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The big foot thick, yeah. I keep thinking things like, like who else okay so at norad where this supposedly take like so where did they just shot it at some fucking building like a set right i mean they built the set obviously yeah it was like a million dollars yeah we were talking about how like the tvs didn't actually exist of that caliber back then it was all just projector screens with stuff on them yeah oh that's absolutely true like like there's they didn't have i mean the closest you had was these squares that were stitched together and then there would be a camera that was either low hanging or high hanging that mm-hmm. could project up mm-hmm. and even then the ghosting was like wasn't this resolution bro like, like, right. I mean, like right. it's so yeah. bright in there i'm like the fucking resolution it's amazing well the the funny thing about the command center is it was actually the so the producers of the movie weren't allowed to go to the actual norad command center so they just had to imagine what it would look like <laughs> and uh they i think they actually like confirmed that the norad command center is not as elaborate as the set they created and I think uh, the director, John Badham, said that he refers to the movie set as Norad's wet dream of itself. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like this director. He speaks my fucking language. So, like, um, the thing, too, I want to say was, uh, so, like, this movie set me up from switching from McDonald's to Burger King because they fucking mentioned Whopper so many fucking times. <laughs> like, you gotta understand, I, I am a little fat kid at heart, dude. Like, I've always, like, I've never been, like, super heavy, but I've gotten I've gotten up and down away. I've gone from 260 to 142, you know, because I just, right. I sit, I draw, I love food, man. It's in, it's in, <laughs> it's in me to love, and anytime they talk about anything in a movie, like, you know when you're a kid, they used to have that, that, um, that little game, bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. I'm like, don't yeah. talk about bubblegum, yeah. man, because I'm fucking, like, now I'm all about bubblegum. No, it's an imaginary. There's no bubblegum. Stop talking about it. Like, like, so, like, You're putting it in my head. Dude, this whole time, I just remember as a little kid, I'm like, I fucking want a Whopper, man. Like, and I was like a Happy Meal kid at the time, but the movie mm-hmm. said, I mean, you know. <laughs> and you mentioned that, and it's like, this movie is just riddled with sponsorships, too. It's like, well, now I want a tab. Well, now I want a big yeah. gulp. I want to go to Seven Eleven. Like it's crazy. How well, much is in the there's a McDonald's the... in the background in the Seven Eleven scene. This, this, yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it made me love Seven Eleven. But the tab is also a Back to the Future like tie. Remember? Mm-hmm. So like there's two Back to the Future tie. 
guys here. You know, you got Strickland and you got the fucking, I want a yeah. tab. You want a tab? You order something. I've never, so, I always knew what tab was, but even as a kid, I don't ever remember actually drinking it. I had one. It I didn't mean, it was really like last zero long. calorie. Yeah. Like, it was like a zero oh, calorie. Okay. Yeah, it was like, it was a soda marketed towards women, which was kind of weird. So in is itself it, is it like about. the 80s LaCroix is what it was? Uh, yeah, yeah, but it was like a zero calorie or like it used some sweetener that that shouldn't be used or some shit like it was before. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was it was basically yeah. to like counteract people when they found out that soda's not good for you. So they were like, this is the healthy soda, you know. Gotcha. Kind of yeah. deal. I remember liking Mountain Dew a lot better. Like that's yeah. <laughs> let's just put it that way. There was tabs of Mountain Dews, and Rob went right back to the Mountain Dew. You know, so, <laughs> shocking. Nice, right? Um, uh, do you think that butter was real butter? Because like it has a weird look. <laughs> like I, I, because I, I was looking, at, I remember I'm like, you know, man, I don't think that's real because it would fucking melt under the lights. Like it's a pretty warm scene. I don't I'm think like, it was that butter. Butter looks fucking don't look like butter to me, man. Like, well, because he also says that the corn is raw. So how would the butter go on corn that easily if it was raw? That because the way they made it look was that it, corn like looked like it was almost, hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was like some kind of paint. It had so, to be. How I remember corn in the eighties <laughs> is through uh, my parents were cooking, so it was KFC, right? So KFC, yeah. you get the side, you can get a side of uh, fucking corn on the cob, and we had those same fucking little corn things. So there's like, these plastic little mm-hmm. corn with these two the corn holders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, corn holders, and I'd stick them in everything. My mom would get all fucking mad, right? Like you put the shit in potato, <laughs> I'd put the shit in fucking like a. Hostess pie, you know what I mean? Like, I got a pie, and I'm like eating the pie with the fucking, of course, with the out the side. So I remember, like, you'd get the corn, and I remember it'd be like fucking soggy because they butter it or some shit. And I'm like, yeah. man, you know, I do remember thinking she had a point about it not being crunchy enough. Like, it's kind of soggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just like it's raw of course it's gonna be crunchy <laughs> yeah i did go through a raw corn phase later in life it was it was because like, this movie is like in, inadvertently f- influential for me mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. like i do like me some raw corn but anytime i see butter now i just think of rick and morty you know i serve butter you know like oh shit. yeah <laughs> that's my yeah. life yeah but that's weird um yeah, Scotty, get us back on on the rails a little bit. Uh, butter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait. A hey, question: We never see his teacher ever again, right? Not no. Nah, just in the one scene where not really it's anyone really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. So it's great. So I guess I guess we're to assume that everyone submits grades. It goes into the system, and the system automatically mails shit out, right? Yeah. So guess, no one yeah, ever sees him cards. again. Mm-hmm. But his dad says he has to sign it. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Like, and I remember having to do that as well. Get my parents to sign a report card. So it would have to go back to someone that's going to see those again. And the, yeah, I would but think I mean, that it's a multi- like verify in the computer with. I don't ever remember in high school having to have parents sign off on a high. I remember when I was in elementary because there was one teacher. You have to take it home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember it. if you got bad grades, you had to get it signed. Maybe that was mm-hmm. it. That might have been it. Um, but I remember it was no more than like. They you'd hand it back in, and then they probably just put them in a file, and that's it. So no one probably ever actually looked at the signatures. They just saw there was a scribble, you know? Yeah. Um, same it, with field trip I mean, passes. I, I, I never yeah. saw floppy disks the size of LP. Like, yeah, that's yeah. why. <laughs> that's what I like, said. I think it was a 7-inch. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. But I get it's movie logic. You have to see him put the fucking floppy in each time, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, 
You know, you're like, you know, he'd just leave that shit in there. Like, come on, right. you're taking that flop. Yeah, you put it back. Especially with how often he's like uh, showing that he's a slob. He's cleaning up his room constantly because the girls in there and everything. Yeah, he would not actively take that thing out every time. No. This guy got the same girl in his room so many times. Yeah. <laughs> with just parents another... home and parents not home. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no moves. Even even gave her grades. No moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a yeah. question. Was this game, was this movie picked because there's a Sega reference in the arcade? Like, I thought, like is that you... it? <laughs> like, it I just thought that I'm like, did Chris pick this shit? Because like, fucking, there's a giant Sega look. Is this is how it's gaming related? Like, <laughs> there. Uh, I think Corey added this on the list forever ago. Do you? Do I actually, you... yeah, I added okay. it on just because. I mean, it's. They said like it needs to be video game or game related, and I'm like, technically DOS games are games. So, yep. yep. I couldn't tell what Sega game it was in the background in the arcade. I assume it was Congo it was Bongo. A, it, no, it looked like a, the Periscope game. There's a submarine game, I think. Oh, could have been. You yeah. Kind of see. Yeah, you can kind of see like the center. It kind of goes vertically up. Like there's that center thing. Mm-hmm. The sideshow is just excuses for me to try and put movies I want to watch onto the list. Like, yeah. This like will... this is war games is this will be like I I give the podcast shit because we always watch bad movies but mm-hmm. I really liked war games I really liked this one it's well done it's it's for what could have been just a boring topic of just looking at computer screens it's it's well done and makes you care about everything else going on around it so but also probably because it's so scary that hey, this could happen this has almost happened you know all that good stuff yeah. uh, this is probably happening cool right rooms. now guys you oh, know I what I mean yeah. Like... yeah. Put it this way: Someone probably made Joshua in Minecraft using you know, those fucking switches. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, what some asshole in fucking Minecraft who creates some shit? You know what I'm like? I bet yeah. you right now, mm-hmm. someone at fucking NORADS fucking around Minecraft, building a little fucking AI machine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of where, he, like, he shows her. Oh, by the time after dinner, they go back to his room again and whatever. And he he's like, this is how this works and puts the phone on the thing and whatever. And oh, I love the part where she's amazed that um, the computer is talking back to them. Like that was yeah. pretty great. Her like staring at the box and holding it up to her ear and like, this is amazing computer. She was generally like, you know, interested in it and all that. Yeah, that was pretty good. And he starts trying to find, he's still, uh, th- we should mention at the dinner table, he looks at that protovision thing, like we mentioned. So he wants to try to get the games before they come out essentially, or play them before they're out. Yeah. So that's what that sparks was one this of, whole thing. That was one of the best like layouts in a magazine I've ever seen. Very like dark. it just like opens, it like opens up. It looks like it's opening another magazine within a magazine. Yeah. That's just yeah, how some of those ads like... were. It looks more like uh, like when you want to get a really expensive car, and they send you a little yeah, awesome shit, you right. know? Yeah, like yep. a press kit within the magazine, um, and it's got the family like around the TV, like it's fun for everybody, the future and stuff like that. Yeah, um, future of gaming. So he's going through what what kicks things off is he's trying to find essentially where Protovision is through a phone number, I guess, um, and he's just having the computer like auto dial all the numbers in the area to find all this crap. And then eventually um, he finds Whopper and then they start playing. Uh, oh no, they don't. Not yet. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself because he drives. To... This part confused me. Where is he like jumping on their bike to go visit? He goes to their hacker friends. Oh, is that what it is? Just his buddies that know computers and they actually have jobs. Yeah, in computers. He's pro- yeah. He's probably, they're probably his buddies that he met 
you know, because we don't we don't see the origin story of nah. David. We don't see like how he got all these computers, but I'm assuming that he had some connection and got interested in it, and they probably hooked him up with some extra parts and all that stuff. So he knows uh, knows the two guys, and he gets the printout, the lone gun, and he goes to visit them. <laughs> basically, because <laughs> you can kind of tell too, the guy that he gives the paperwork to is like kind of like fritzy and all that stuff so like hackers were portrayed back then as like not always there or they used to work for the government and they were like government's crazy so now i'm gonna go off and do my own thing right and uh but he, he takes them the printout of basically like the login of the the list of games that whopper popped up mm-hmm. and the guy's just like matthew broderick's like how do i get in this i want to play like i want to figure out and i want to play these games and he's like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess, like, I usually do a backdoor, like, password in my systems that only I know. So that even if they update the, you know, the software and all that stuff, I'll be able to get back in. So that's how he kind of, like, starts the whole, like, I got to find what the backdoor password is. And he starts learning about Stephen Falcon, who was the creator of this program i guess okay so, wait wait hold on so when he goes to these two dudes now the one guy there's a big dude it's like sam and twitch yeah there's a big dude and a nerdy guy the nerdy dude he recently had heart issues he's in the hospital i forget his name um, but he was in a lot yeah Eddie so he's in a lot of fucking awesome movies he's in uh one of my all-time favorites called midnight madness had i feel a, like i should Herman know that it was one of these like Disney like they run like you know uh, like a Mad Mad World kind of thing, but it was like with kids, like younger kids. Oh, okay. Oh, Michael J. And Fox. And they run is around. Yeah, they run around at night. Yeah, I think Crispin Glover too might be in it, but Michael J. Fox is in it. And um, I just remember and, him from Critters too. <laughs> I yeah, just know his voice Greece from uh, as Mandark in Dexter's Lab. Oh yeah. Ta-da. Forgot about that. Hmm. Yeah, and but his buddy, his buddy's been in a few other films too. I've seen him, and like I just want a whole fucking film with these fucking guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I literally, I could just watch this this dude, and then like at the end, like they just want to murder. You know, like you imagine, like the guy, literally, you can think the bigger dude is gonna just murder this dude at some point. Like, yeah, oh just, yeah. But it's oh yeah, because there, there's the whole thing where he's like, you remember how I t- you told me to tell you if you were being rude, you're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what did we talk about? You know, yeah, <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they are essentially trying to warn him, like, don't mess with this shit. He's like, but I want to mess with it, and they're like. All right, we'll All right. get you in, yeah. and then and then cut to I've got to examine microfilm. So that's when you know the research is intense. When anybody goes to a <laughs> library to look at microfilm uh, and card catalogs and things like that, um, a bunch of things our listeners won't understand what they are. If maybe they're not at a certain age. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Look, what they don't show you is him jumping around to the comic section, just blowing up the panels of Garfield really big, like I used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy can make a Jake Garfield. Like, fucking stop looking at the comics, Rob. You know, <laughs> you got a paper due in two days. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Read the fucking old bits, you know. Um... Uh, it's pretty good. Um, and he's like going through all this research and crap and looking at his computer without a shirt on and all that fun stuff. Um, I love the part where uh, I don't actually know her character's name. Oh, Jennifer, where she like yeah. touches the computer monitor because she really just does not understand computers. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is where we get to like, she's doing her exercises and going for a run and stops at his house and comes up to his room again 
and he's got like papers everywhere and she's like you haven't been in school for a week and we're like oh did a week just pass it looked like he could have done that research in a weekend <laughs> what's going on here but that's yeah. like you said yeah. rob like his parents just don't care that he didn't go to school for a whole week and his dad is home right like they're home <laughs> his dad doesn't work i guess his mom's mom's working his dad's just loafing and the kids they're all fucking like or was he Maybe. like was he taking off pretending to go to school but going to the other places you know like that maybe I that because like even even she didn't well she didn't really ask his dad how he is but he didn't seem concerned that about him at all no he's just like oh yeah he's up in his room yeah um and uh and then he like shows her all this stuff it, it's you know sort of equivalent almost to charlie and always sunny looking at the board full of yarn and like different things and stuff like that like <laughs> this is dr faulkner or falk falcon falcon Fal- um, falcon yeah yeah and he just has all this who, research mm-hmm. who as a kid i thought was fucking Dustin Hoffman. I was like, Dustin Hoffman's British. Like, that, <laughs> Dustin Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Like, I was like, that Tootsie? I don't know, Tootsie. I'm like, no, it's not, but it kind of... It's almost like they wanted like a Dustin Hoffman, but they got, you know, and John Hurt or whatever, yeah. and mm-hmm. they got this dude. I feel like, like John Hurt right. did a good job, though, as Falcon. Yeah. No, he's I mean, not he bad. Did... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you buy into this guy's smart, you know? I mean, he's, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was... I'll, we'll get into it later, but I'm just thinking about this moment, so First thing, like, Ali, she's got a little bit of a Phoebe run, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's, like, jogging. And I'm like, that's not a normal jog. Like, she's just, like, <laughs> jog, like she's, you know? <laughs> she's, like, extending a little too hard in that jog. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little, like, I'm like, I don't know if I buy into the jogging. <laughs> um, their dog's always outside, Bo. Like, I'm like, he keeps letting <laughs> the fucking favorite dog character. Bo's like, the best. He gets into the trash. Like, yep. the, really, the secret story here is Bo's. Bo's little yeah, adventure, Yeah, Bo is right? the plot. He's the linchpin. <laughs> I like to think that this, this Transformers Decepticon, and it, by the way, anytime the Decepticon stole Energon, I heard the theme, the fucking war games. Like, you're on out. Like, <laughs> so you guys know, you know? Right. And I keep thinking anytime Bo gets out into the trash, it's he, this is his theme song. The war game. You know, this is actually. <laughs> they just cut to him. It's just like, the, 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 oh, man, that, that'd be. Bo's the sleeper agent for the Decepticons or something. <laughs> and he's not. And he's not much into Tab. You nope. know what I mean? He's yeah. More like a new Coke dog. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Or Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Everybody, you, you do the do. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, well, boy. David eventually like figures out like. He's looking at some old footage of Falcon, like uh, presenting like yeah. some of his findings and stuff like that. And uh, there, and Jennifer's reading some of the history from Falcon, and he finds she finds out. Oh, did you see that his uh, son and his wife died in a car accident, and his health deteriorated and all that? And then it clicks. David's like, "What was his son's name?" And then we find out his son's name was Joshua. Mm-hmm. And boom, that was the password that got him in. Classic. So. So as a kid, I was like, so the kid's stuck in the computer? You know what I mean? Like, I was trying to find, like, I'm like, he put the kid into the kid, died yeah, put the they, brain in the computer. Right. <laughs> they could have gone that dark. Yeah, his his son is the computer, and his son lives past him. And all, well, Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, important thing, like, Falcon is dead, supposedly. I, lo- I And fucking Matthew Broderick's character, uh, she's um, Jennifer says like he died at forty one, and Matthew Broderick or David's like, yeah, pretty old. I'm like, that's not pretty old. What an yeah. asshole! I'm forty one, <laughs> and I'm looking at Falcon like he looks like he's fifty eight. Yeah, you know he definitely I mean? doesn't like, look. Like, yeah, 
Unless or the maybe job just 61. really aged like, him or something. Say, right. he, Falcon was a drinker. You know what I mean? Like he had something. to be. Like, mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah, he doesn't look forty-one, but whatever. But yeah, they like you said, Corey. They he opens it up and uh, it goes through a list of all these games they can play, like backgammon, chess, whatever, and. Um, and that was the thing, like Falcon essentially taught a computer how to play games and learn from his mistakes to play better uh, and to always win, find the winning strategy and all that good stuff. Um, I feel and- like like had the writers of this film, the screenwriter, whatever, been a little bit more into conspiracy theory, you would have got Operation you know, Project Paperclip and you would have got the Nazi scientists and then maybe like, you know, we brought over a dude from Russia because the chess thing, you know, like mm-hmm. I felt like they would have Easter egged a bit more of the, 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 the conspiracy stuff into the development of the AI system, especially with all that black and white footage of Falcon with like wires strapped to chess sets and shit, you know, right. Yeah, I could have seen them going that way for sure. I think I think the only reason they fun. didn't is they just kind of wanted to push it along, you know. Um, I get that the movie the movie moves along. I'm just thinking like, um, like they shot all that shit, so I'm like, man, they had to shoot. When you think about it, you had to film chess sets hooked up to with what cameras, and then they they plan it on tape or something like you know, like so it's interesting. Yeah. All that shit is. You know, like they, someone had to film piece that. has like a cable attached to it and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Intricate wires. Um, yeah. They, they the break kid out. grabbed the wires and you got in the computer, right? Like I was waiting. <laughs> for the, like as a kid, you know, you're waiting for the real fantastic shit to happen. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the computer wore tennis shoes, like that old classic Disney film. Um, right. <laughs> But uh, but no, they start. He's like, "What game should we play?" And and of course, he picks the one with the biggest title: global thermonuclear. I forget the last word. War, war, war. <laughs> just war. Yep. Uh, and oh well, that's when we get the line that everybody remembers, even if you've never seen this movie. Shall we play a game? You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, and he has to pick a side. Uh, David's character is going to play as the Soviet Union, so the computer, Joshua, has to play as the U.S., uh, and and now this is where the girl's interested, and he's like, what should we nuke first? And she's like, Las Vegas. Oh, but before <laughs> that, they do get, they reserve fake airline tickets to Paris is a plot point, sort of. Which, uh, that, yeah, which makes sense later down in the movie. I thought it was just going to be like a throwaway thing that they yeah, did. Same. So, so like, I'm thinking about, okay, if I was a wise-ass teenager in 1983 and I wanted to nuke a state, I don't think Vegas would have, they probably would have been, like, you know, like, like, nuke Texas or, like, somewhere. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't remember Vegas being Yeah, like the butt of, like, it would have almost been more appropriate if they were, like, Jersey, you know, just for another no reason the to Seattle say Jersey kid. thing. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah. There you go. Like, they probably would have nuked Jersey or Florida or something. Like, but I, yeah, I definitely agree that Vegas doesn't really have relevance to anything that's even happened in this movie for them to want to do that first. It was kind of weird. Um, I think we're all like, who would we have nuked? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, but, um, uh, it's like, hey, we got to flooding. You know, like, hey, yeah, you got the flood. There you got my bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, oh, this is and right after that's the report card scene where we mentioned like it was kind of overacted. But then the dad's watching TV, and uh, this was after he had started playing the game with Joshua and pretending to launch missiles, but it wasn't a real thing in the war room. But it sends them into a panic 
and then it shows up on TV like that there was this missile launch threat, but it wasn't a real thing, but it was like a launch detection. So now would that would that make news? I like, don't wouldn't that think be classified? Hell no. No. Yeah. No. That would put the that would put the world in a panic. <laughs> yep. Look, first off, you gotta understand so the one here's another little tidbit. So my uncle was in the Air Force and he worked at these nuclear silo stations. Mm-hmm. And um he was a bit of a I say this. Look, it runs in the family. Well, okay. He's a bit of an asshole. So, <laughs> was this the same know, one you mentioned get... that like never worked a day in his life or something after yeah, that? Yeah, same guy. Okay. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. He keep a track. Right? And by the way, he <laughs> ended up working at Burger King one day. Got real fat, dude. So, like, uh, <laughs> a lot of look. I told you, strangely influential film for me. Yeah. So he used he got in trouble once because what what happened was they have these sensors. Um, out out in the out in fields where the silos would open, you know, yeah, and rabbits would fucking set them off. Oh, fun! And like you know, it was one of those things where he would complain about it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, the fucking rabbit set them off. It's part of the fucking deal, you know. Just fucking deal with it." <laughs> and so he thought it would be, I don't know, for whatever reason, fun to write Reagan a fucking letter about it. No, no, it was oh, a Carter. Oh, boy, wrote, yeah, he wrote Carter a fucking letter about it. You know, like. Uh, and got himself fucking a huge amount of fucking trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like, this, everybody. This, yeah, and it like maybe late, like in the nineties. We, you know, I could tell you around, you know, before nine eleven, like we didn't, they, 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 long, they kind of didn't care about that shit. But in the early eighties, yeah. they still gave a fucking flying, whatever mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like there's so like rabbit censored rabbits always set off these fucking missile silo fucking thing so like nobody reported on that you know what i mean like that wasn't on the local news with a picture of an a-bomb yeah. going off like no, i got like, 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 the nuclear explosion boom you know like <laughs> yeah, the mushroom cloud. yeah the perfect that's I mean, just what you want in the news yeah oh boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been funny if he dropped his corn you know <laughs> yeah that would have been a great <laughs> ongoing plot that dad's continually eating this corn that they have to get rid of now or whatever <laughs> they bought too much yeah uh, that <laughs> was, little bits yeah. everywhere yeah no that was the, it was only on the tv just to advance the plot of course because like oh, then yeah. david uh he's just getting his report card signed and he sees that on the news so he goes back upstairs and he's like i gotta throw away the paper it's they're gonna find me they're gonna do you know yeah all, and, and then jennifer calls and he's like I can't talk, but stuff's going on. Uh, me and Bo are hightailing it, you know. Um, We're skipping town. <laughs> yeah. So, which is like, for me, I would think like, oh, they're not, he's just being paranoid and they're just trying to set this into motion. But then the next scene where he's at the Seven Eleven getting his big gulp, that exact thing happens. Like, uh, yeah, there's a dude. Van pulls up. Yeah, there's a dude fake reading the paper and uh, like, a car pulls up and a dude gets out and walks next to the car as it's still driving. And <laughs> yeah. And then a van stops him and you can see, uh, uh he's, he's getting abducted essentially, but basically, yeah. And so they snag him and uh, cuff him. Let me tell you something. This, this, no, you got to understand the context too. So at the time, like we had the Adam Walsh case, kids being abducted by you know, um, mm. you know, Wal. Um, his father is the guy who started that America's Most Wanted show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why we have a Code Adam. 
Yeah, right, Kodak, yeah. Adam mm-hmm. Walsh. I mean, my mom fucking, she made me watch all that shit. She's like, you fucking stay, you, you, you leave me, you get your head cut off and thrown in a field. I'm like, ah, I'm not talking to nobody. So, like, <laughs> like I, anytime I walked out of 7-Eleven, from here on out, man, as a kid, I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, what have, I, mom. what have I been up to? Who's, you know, the cop car is coming to get me. <laughs> yeah. I, now, he, how was he in there playing video games? Because his cup's half fucking full. Like you ever notice that? Like his that is a, was yeah. That wasn't yeah. like the goof or the factoids or whatever that he walks out and it's already mostly drank. It was weird. But here's how it can happen: they used to keep arcade cabinets at Seven Eleven. They'd have one or two. Mm-hmm. It'd be a little back room. So my guess is he bought the drink and was drinking it in there and playing arcade games and walked out. That's I would I almost willing to bet there was a scene of it, but they just trimmed for time. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Um. And did you guys notice the McDonald's in the background that looks like a cabin? Yeah, yeah that's well, what that, McDonald's that, used to look like. Used to look like it had the wood roof and everything, yeah. Yeah. yeah this, funny, God, like, funny thing about that is that 7-Eleven and State Farm Bureau is still there, and so is that McDonald's. Right. As of nine, 2019, I saw that as well. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, I'm sure that's a fun touristy spot. But yeah, it gets taken away, and then we cut. I was a little bit confused with this next scene because they go back to, to NORAD, and there's like a tour going on, which I just thought was weird that they're just letting people walk f- sort of freely and like tour this major military compound. But I don't know. <laughs> Is that not weird? Well, it was supposed to be senators that were being brought through. Senators oh, okay. and Congress, like people, you know, because they're paying for all this yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayor, to show them like this is where your money's going and, going and stuff, I guess. <laughs> well, well, not I get, mayors, but... I get why congressional people would be involved because of budgets, right? And senators, because they're the ones funding budgets. But right. it eventually turns into, like, just, like, local kids. Whatever. Like, yeah, but, fucking... yeah, it's just like a weird field trip or something. It almost reminded me of, like, the Josie and the Pussycats movie where they bring everyone in to show them the the headquarters of this fake music industry and crap, but yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this is, uh, oh yeah, this is when uh, the tour and everything, and this is where we see the principal of back to the future, but they're talking about like, holy shit, we went to DEFCON three. What is going on? Let's figure this I, out. Uh, so there is a jump scare here that works. I'm like this fucking dick. It's this, this, that was horrible. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets this poor, and it's a woman of color, dude. This poor little, like, fucking, like, you know, Native American woman or something. And he gets her to, to, to you, you use the, you use the system and just hit the, hit that button. And she goes to hit the, hi, hit the button. Yeah, just push that button. He pushes, oh, shit, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Like, it's like, you fucking dick, dude. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, yeah. That's horrible. He's like, ah, we got you. We got you. Know, you. Like, anyway, the government's fun, right? Let's go over here. It's like fucking paying for these jokes. Get it? So they're all like, what's going on? Why did this happen? Why did Whopper do this or do that? And nothing's really all they learn is like this kid did it. And he's a spy is what they're starting to and and meanwhile, Mr. Texas General is like, <laughs> just like I told you guys about. Um, he definitely, I forget that actor's name. He's in a bunch of fucking flicks. Yeah, but we mentioned, like before the, you mentioned him. He's basically the younger version of Hank Hill's dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. if you just scale back, he's still got his <laughs> Hank legs. Hill's dad. Yeah, he's still got his legs. <laughs> and he's got dark hair. This is it. He's got the same face, the whole thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. His name's Barry Corbin in real life, and in the movie, his name's General Beringer. 
Yeah, he's always he's always he's a good character actor. He appears in a lot of. Yeah, films. Scotty brought up too that most of his lines were ad libbed. Hundred percent. Yeah, I like it when he goes. I mean, there's one he'll get to later, but he goes, "Your system sucks." <laughs> just yeah. Like, oh yeah. You know, just like, it's, it's funny. Got him. Good job. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, uh, he's like sniffing a cigar and stuff. But um, everyone's eventually. smoking around this fucking high tech equipment, dude. If, like, yeah. Everyone. That's the yeah. '80s. Everybody smokes. No, no, no. Hold on. This is one of the things, though. Like, I can't tell you, my dad. So he did security for a bunch of these like microchip companies and um, out in San Diego, and he he didn't have like fucking babysitters, so he'd just take me and my brother with him. So I would walk around rooms and offices very similar to this, where there's shit, there's like diagrams and fucking flowcharts written out on whiteboards, and there's computer rooms, and those things are were sealed off, mm-hmm. like with air. There was like they had to wear the fucking full suits because you can't have any contaminants. And I'm like, these fuckers mm-hmm. are just smoking everywhere, just you know, like, willy nilly, dude. Like it's it is funny, man. They're, they're just the room's got a fucking. And so also, uh, Dabney Coleman, like him in that. There's a an assistant of his, like a secretary or an assistant. Yeah, the they, they're in a relationship, right? Because she eats his fucking gum. We Corey mentioned that, and I, I guess I missed that or something, or I don't yeah, know. That was, I was like, what? I guess sure. That's because we, they're 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 a couple. They're, they they're an item. <laughs> no woman's eating your gum, bro. Like, unless, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even as a kid, I remember looking like, ah, we're not gonna share. I mean, me, me, me. Me and my little my little girl companion, we weren't we weren't sharing gum. You know, that's yeah. a step. It's a bridge I have too a wife far. and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like that's gross. If I Weird. saw my wife spit out gum, I'd be like, That's disgusting. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit in the fucking trash room. Yeah, jeez. Okay, yeah, I just watched that gum scene. I don't know how I missed that before. I must have looked down for a second. But uh what are we doing? Talking about stuff. Uh oh, they're, so they're in got... the room talking. Yeah, they're the talking shop and they're like, This kid's definitely a spy and um what was his name? McKittrick or something? Uh, yeah. He's... I, I keep thinking Kittrick from fucking Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's, it's McKittrick, yeah. McKittrick, yeah. okay. But oh, he's, yeah. um, you know, General Texas is sniffing his cigar saying, beef up, screwed up, more like it. Uh, yeah, he's loving it. Yeah, he's loving every second of this. But so Kittrick keep, has it, to go down, yeah? You just keep thinking, you know, like, if Spider-Man had been made in 1985, Dabney Coleman would have been an excellent J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have had I would have had John Cusack as Peter Parker and Dabney Coleman as fucking <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. Like he's definitely perfect. I could see that. Yeah, he he, sure. he goes from asshole to fucking lovable. Like in, he's like Gene Hackman in that way. He can really like just flip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like and suddenly a guidance counselor. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right. Well, he's trying to talk to David and get info out of him. He's just being held in like a like a doctor's uh, patient's room or something. I don't know. Um, the infirmary, yeah. Yeah, is that what it is? I guess, yeah. Yeah, uh, they're in the infirmary. But he he yeah he's trying to be like buddy buddy. I, I was waiting for him to just pull up a chair and turn it around and sit backwards on it or something. The way he's yeah. trying to like coerce him into who you're working with and everything. But no, he go he gives him a tour of the room and he's like, we're at DefCon one or at DefCon four. DefCon one equals World War three. Um, and David's trying to tell him like Joshua called me. I didn't do any of this. Your stupid computer called me. And and this is where the Paris thing comes back because he's like, who are you going to Paris with? It's like I know nobody. It's like all right, 
we're not getting the lawyers into this. We're going to answer some questions. And then he leaves mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, I don't remember if he was like called in. Or I think he, 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 he gives summoned. them a progress report on what's going on. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but David's just chilling in his office now and sweating it out. But like, he's talking to them in the war room and all this crap and like saying it's not, I don't know, whatever. So we cut back and David does the dumbest thing in the world and tries to talk to Joshua again on the computer. Yeah. Um, the secretary's like, what you, what you doing back there? <laughs> I like yeah. how every computer's logged into their AI algorithm. Like, Apparently. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, man, let me tell you, like, this is the one thing where I'm like, well, I get it. It's just the movie has to be convenient because it has to move along. Like, right. I understand all that. So, um, but like, even when I was in the army, I mean, when they had, they had this, they had a room that was sealed off from everyone that they'd have to go in. And when they get very specific, like special orders, right? Like orders for people of rank and like, I won't say World War Three level orders, but you know, the orders that could lead to the orders that could lead to that orders, right? Like when you get in those right. kinds of orders, they don't come in a fucking email. Like they have a secure fucking, like, yeah. they have a yeah, secure yeah, yeah. walled off. Like, so I'm like. That's the one thing where I'm like, I'm not with the one thing, but you're like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess, you know, like they got, they got no choice. He's just gotta, and like how the, the, the secretary sees him and she doesn't say shit. She just like races out the room. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta go tell, you know, like, Hey, hey, you, boom, 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 boom. You, <laughs> you sit down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, well, I, I think I keep... what the reason he even goes to the computers, it was switched to DEF CON three now. So he's like, shit, let me see what's going on. Yeah, now we have threat level orange or some shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like they got rid of the DevCons and after nine eleven went to like colors. But um, so threat, I keep thinking threat level uh, the cover of the album Moving Pictures by Rush. <laughs> right. So this is oh, heavy dude. Yeah. That, there's a heavy dude who's in charge of the Whopper, the nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't it be great if that dude was related to the other nerdy dude from fucking what's his name? The the the, the fucking oh Eddie. I never forget that actor. Yeah, Eddie Deason, right? Like those two, because he looks like you could easily put a movie where the 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 heavy guy in charge of the Whopper is related to Deason, but they're also related to um, the sister from fucking Back to the Future. She was in movie violations. She was in Bosom Buddies. Like, like sister. Oh, the sister. Yeah, his, okay. Yeah, his sister, uh, Joe. Mar- I forget her name, dude. Yeah, but oh, like they they could all. Yeah. They could all be in a nerd family. Like I could see this, you know, like they're all like sitting around a table, mm-hmm. you know, with their fucking uh, uh, Radio Shack Tandy like fucking computers, you know, like yeah. There's a, they're very similar character types. I, um, but yeah, I think they do a good job too of of not over nerding the people who know the computer shit. You know, yeah. like they're not all yeah. Like, they're not they're not the hackers and like the hoodies and stuff like that. Mm. Or have like there's their a lot own of pocket tape drives though. Whatever. There's a lot there's of a lot of tape drive. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like tape drives in this place to be like the computer's always like hooked in. I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I right, keep with, asking with them, like, would it be great if you could just die from this? And like, what? What are you trying to play Oregon Trail or something? Like, yeah, <laughs> something like right? that. Because like, there's no internet, but yeah, it is somehow always hooked up and on. Or there's no there's no internet that we know it anyway, so who knows? I mean, there was DARPAnet at the time, right? They had, but this predates. Uh, was it was it Geo Windows or something like that? There was a a GUI interface similar to Windows prior to Windows that the military used. Mm-hmm. G Windows or so, it was something like that. But it, 
But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there was DARPAnet. I mean, they could do emails, but mm-hmm. I don't think it was like, I mean, why have that giant fucking computer who later gets a phase, which is hilarious. Yes. Um, why have that? that yeah. Why have that giant computer if you could just plug into any Apple too? I don't right? know. It's, it's of... weird. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. A plot. That's why. Plot. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Plot. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, Oh, but yeah, so what he also does to try when he's um, stuck uh, just before the secretary or a- after the secretary like runs off, he's trying to get he he kind of figures out that maybe Falcon's not dead and he tries to find an address of where Falcon might be and he gets some information on there, but then he gets pulled and thrown back into the infirmary um, where the. This felt kind of out of place, but I guess it makes sense for the sense of progression, how he, like, opens the drawer and gets the tweezers and the tape recorder, and I'm like... No, beyond that, man, we're we're watching sexual assault, like, or listening Oh, yeah, that's to about it, like, to come like, up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but during this whole scene, you can hear him going, man, you know you want it. You know what I mean? You oh, want yeah, he's yeah. Cards with the secretary. He's like, so I hear you're a tennis champ or something like that, and it goes... And she's kind of into it in the beginning, and then, like, at one point you see she's like, hey, back off, and he's just, like, not backing off. And you're like, oh, man, no, yeah. don't do this. <laughs> no, this is bad. Like, he's trying to unbutton her shirt, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, she would not still be sitting there but whatever movie there's a dose of reality <laughs> yeah um so i don't even fucking whatever but yeah, I, the... I also feel like we're at a tax credit moment where he plays the tape recorder and it goes eyes were dilated use of marijuana and pcp <laughs> i'm like so what fucking about that 50 cent doobie from it was laced like i don't know what are we, what are we talking about yeah what are we so, what's yeah why yeah and then like so what dude in NORAD's doing PCP and to- I don't fucking know, you know, like it's just, it's just, when you hear that, I'm like, it's fucking Nancy Reagan shit, you know, like it's prior to Nancy Reagan, but this is just like, I, I do think though, like it is kind of like, it is a war on drugs moment, you know, like in the middle of the film, like, Ooh, ooh scary. PCP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very tossed aside, but you know, they make sure you hear it at least it's loud enough. It's discernible. Um, but he does his little nerd thing and hacks the keypad after the guard, he tells the guard he's got to pee to get the guard to walk up and hit the type the code in. So he records the dial tone and plugs it in with some tweezers and stuff, and like somehow hacks the door. And since he's too busy sexually harassing the the nurse, uh, he sneaks away into a, a maintenance shaft. Um, I definitely Basically, don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of this movie, so I was just like before Die, die Hard. Yeah, before Die Hard. Yeah, Matthew it predates Broderick. Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then the principal and, you know, I guess those are the FBI agents are coming down to see him. Uh, and the guard can't unlock the door, so he's... Hunt- but then we, yeah, we get diehard Matthew Broderick here crawling through the vents that are very well lit. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I, that's one thing I was like, man, I have a light bulb go off in my bathroom. How do these light bulbs stay, like, not going out all the time? Yeah, these, like, in uh, crazy large things, but... um. And so he somehow gets into the main room again um, through the ventilation shaft and whatever. Um, right. And, you know, he find, he sees the tour that's happening, so he sneaks away with the tour, essentially. Uh, tight security, let me tell you. Um, oh, yeah. So he, he gets, he breaks free. So Mr. David, David, our nerd hero, just sneaks away with the tour and hops on the bus, which on the back of the fucking on the back of the bus, um, 
I hate social media, but it said USAF. So out loud, I just go United States as fuck. And (laughs) so dumb. But uh, that's where my mind went. Thanks to social media garbage. But yeah. So uh, we see the, the, the clock of like how much time is left for Joshua to essentially. Oh, not. yeah, that's, that's, that's always the thing. looming threat. Yeah, the looming threat is game time remaining like 23 hours or something before he's going to launch, launch a defect, de- defensive maneuvers. Um, I got confused here. Suddenly David is on. He's hitchhiking with the semi truck. Right. Uh, did I miss something? He was on a bus. But then he's he on, was on a well, bus, bus, but the bus really probably good. only went far. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to hitchhike to Oregon, but he's just not going to make it in time. So because they're okay. in Colorado right now. Yeah, he's in Colorado. So he you know he's like you know fuck this. I'm going to make a phone call. And... Now, now a I lot didn't... of this stuff, this tone stuff, this actually this was done. I knew guys who could do this shit. Yeah, this stuff was possible. He was hacking the sort of hacking the phone and whatever to. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. That was pretty cool. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew, I knew there, there was always one or two computer dudes who were a little older, would always hang around with other computer kids. They weren't, they weren't molesting you, but you know what I mean. It's questionable now. <laughs> Pass, you think about passing it. on their knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was always these few dudes. You're like, no, nah, no, there was never. But yeah, they always did hang out with little kids. But that's the best fucking I got. But like, they, this, this actually could be done. I, I saw some dudes do this kind of shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. That's that why they sealed those things. phones. Well, they made them molded so you couldn't unseal them. You know, after the film, like eventually. But yeah, yeah so you I can't just unscrew them like he does. Yeah. Um, but he does that, and he calls, uh, tries to make a collect call out to Jennifer, who's doing some stretching. Um, like there's She's nothing. Fitness. Yeah, it, I something I wanted to bring up real quick, just something I noticed. Like they do a good job of like the the what the kids are wearing is kind of timely. It doesn't look like they're in the 80s, except for when she's doing her exercises. Otherwise, it the the clothing style, anyway, could kind of be any era except for that. But um, but he's well, going to be on... But she says later she's going to be on TV. Yes. So like, the, like some local channel doing jazzercise. So. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which it doesn't... Whatever. We need to hear that for some reason. But uh, <laughs> so he, like, tells her... He can't talk, but to come and get me, and there's a Pepsi in the background, one more logo, one more sponsor. Um, and he's like, Goose City, try whatever. Uh, oh, he's trying to find – that's right. At first, he was trying to find out where Falcon actually is, like get an address for a phone number or something. Um, and he doesn't – that's not super successful, but it kind of is. I don't know. Uh, well, it, it makes him go to the point where he's like, well, I can't call him on the phone, so I have to go and find him. That's right. I've got to go and get the professor to stop this war. And he ends up in an airport. And then Jennifer's in the airport. He's like, I can't believe you showed up. And she's like, it's only a three-hour drive. I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> on your little moped motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was she on the Magneto? Because she leaves her car behind, right? Does she? Well, I guess. Maybe she took a bus. Maybe she went three hour by a bus. Or Maybe something because yeah, they and he's like telling her what they need to do. Where did she get the money? Like whose money right. did she spend? Yeah, did these kids just have fun money? somehow. Because mm-hmm. those uh, tickets aren't cheap, you know, back in the day, like uh, like twelve hundred dollars. It was about six hundred dollars for a ticket. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um. So they have to hop on a ferry because he's like, of course, this guy lives on an island or something, and they, you know. Uh, he's trying to explain the whole ordeal to hit her, 
as they're going to the ferry. And he's uh, like, so the summer before last, uh, my buddy, uh, I met him and him and his wife through one of my Kickstarters. So we, we be, we've become friends and they got married and they're out there in Seattle, but they had their wedding on this Island. So we had to take a ferry. I'm like fucking war games, right? Like getting on the ferry. Like I had to, and we were running late, you know, I had to get on. And I'm like, you don't want to jump. The, you don't want to jump. You know, <laughs> jump the fucking. So just get on the boat. You had to right? run down to it as fast as they did. Get on the fucking boat. You know, like all right, get on the boat. Weird. Yeah. Um. So they they get to the island and uh they were just in an airport so we were seeing stuff flying around but then you see something else flying I'm like was that a fucking pterodactyl that's a pterodactyl yeah, what's went, going on what I movie are like, we in now. Is- this is goofy as hell right now when I saw the pterodactyl. Yeah, I was I like... I thought there were real dinosaurs. I'm like, can you brought back the dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. The dinosaurs are going to fight da, the da, da, da. Yeah, yeah Falcon's right? like some it's mad scientist that, after yeah. all. Yeah, they're like, it's that's why... Kid, you're, you're trying to like, okay, so the dinosaurs, is gonna, he's going to fight the computers, or we, we're going to... I don't fucking know. Yeah, they're yeah, going to send like... the dinosaurs against the American government or something. <laughs> fucking... Oh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh, boy. Uh-huh. And it's a it's supposedly a remote controlled pterodactyl, even though you never see its like wings move or anything. Uh, I don't know. It just, just glides. No, it's just a, it's just a glider. So like I, they have these man. Like I, I met a bunch of guys back in the day. We'd get together at little clubs and they'd build like replica fucking planes and little F-16s and F-14s, but they were just like they were like. Um, I was that paper machine, not paper machine, but they were like, they would build frames over basic little airplane kits, you know? So it wasn't, that's not, that's not out of the realm of possibilities. Pretty, any, any, any crafter at the time who was into RC stuff would have been able to pull that one off. So. Yeah. So that's what Falcon does now. He flies pterodactyl. And, and, and by the way, when later on, a few years later, when Pee Wee's Playhouse came out, he had that little pterodactyl, and I'd be like, "Yes, fucking War Games, dude!" You know, like <laughs> War Games was everything from Rob. This is the first time I ever saw a pterodactyl in a film, guys. Like, you got to think about it. Like, <laughs> Breaking ground. So, yeah. It was a movie of firsts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they find Falcon, and uh, he's like piss off basically go back on the ferry you're gonna miss it and david's like i came because of joshua and you know that gets his attention um of course zip back to the war room they're defcon 2 now very bad uh they've got some fighters actually in the air and they can't find the other supposedly russian planes that are going to attack or whatever uh the general is watching the digitized map and telling them that they're there but then they disappear so you know it's getting weird. Uh, go back to the cabin now, and he's like, let me tell you a bedtime story. And plays some <laughs> cri- clips from like a... It doesn't really make sense. He just plays some clips from a dinosaur movie. Uh, yeah, I forget. It I looks it was... like Jason and the Argonauts level of animation. So. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like claymation. There's a scene where a T-Rex is drowning. I'm like, fucking poor T-Rex can't swim. Like, <laughs> got tiny arms. Weird, yeah. <laughs> Tiny arms, man. <laughs> um, but like this gets them talking about games and whatever, and he, they bring up tic tac toe. Uh, well, yeah, because Joshua was playing it in the old movies, right? Yeah, and he's he's like he says, what does he say exactly? Like you know, well, he's like you remember you used to play tic tac toe all the time, right? And Jennifer's like, yeah. And he goes, what made you stop? She goes, well, it just got boring because you couldn't win. He goes, exactly. It's just like war. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's like, and when he's talking about this, I'm like, you can win a tic-tac-toe. It doesn't always end in a tie, but yeah, you just got to play an idiot. I had yeah. a few idiots, <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, and I didn't need center square to win, but, I mean, it helps, you know? But, I mean, like, you know, and it, I mean, it's a great analogy. It works. You it know, works, the simpler yeah. the better, you know? Like, in all things being, like, this is a master class, and, you know, you got a tick, you got multiple ticking clocks in this, from the the you know from mm-hmm. the countdown to later the codes, you yeah. know the cinematography placing stuff over people's faces. It shot extremely well, um, almost like I want to. I, I I can't. I haven't looked, but I'd be willing. I mean, I if I'd be willing to put at least a dollar down that the DP on this was the DP on Poltergeist, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of similar like with the flashing. Yeah. Do, 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 right. There's a lot of that. Could have just been the at the time the way light was used and you know it was just popular. But the uh, the film stocks on this film uh, it, it's incredibly warm film that that goes into cools pretty. I mean there's yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's there's a lot of low light shooting like if you know anything about lenses I'm like that's a that's a 35 millimeter lens and then oh, yeah okay mm-hmm. a little little wide angle there like there's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of a lot of yeah it's it's like a good soup where you're like yeah it's fucking soup like or like you ever have a really good pho or like a bone broth yeah. like but that's a complex ten hour fucking bone broth it's deceptively simple so yeah yeah and and the, the tic tac toe like analogy is 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 cool because who would have thought flashing tic tac toe later on in the movie on a wall would fucking be scary you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah it was a little like, like when it gets faster and faster and faster. Yeah, had it been Hangman, well, that would have been hair scary, but for a whole nother, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about games at the time. Like, we played Hangman, which is incredibly racist now. <laughs> yeah. Like, geez, <laughs> fucking Christ. Tic-tac-toe, what else did we play? We made mazes. That didn't go so well. Yeah, so, yeah. Chess, checkers, I like all that stuff, I guess. But no, tic-tac-toe is the one that you could just play anywhere and anytime. Yeah, yeah, you could throw it down. Sometimes you'd, like, try to make it bigger. Like, we'll just extend it out. You know yeah, I mean? it's like six yeah. of these put together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then <laughs> it's like we're essentially playing fucking Minesweeper. Fucking yeah. Shitty. <laughs> shitty fucking game. <laughs> I wonder if they didn't Fuck use that because like it was that was probably like Microsoft's thing or whatever. You know? No, this is pre. It's like this is this is pre Geo Windows or whatever. I fucking forget the name. It'll, you'll we, you'll we remember it as soon as we stop recording, probably. Yeah, that's how it goes. As soon as we stop recording, I'm going to forget I read this conversation because <laughs> <laughs> like Four I thought games. about what? I haven't seen that I forever, have, I, dude. Man, I was like this. I cried. I was like, this is movie my childhood. Like I, I was shockingly nostalgic for, for this film. Yeah, so that's cool though. Um, yeah. So let's see. They're talking about tic tac toe. Uh, oh and he's like also this was like really dark because um they're they're basically saying like so you're you're happy being dead you're you're far away from whatever and he's like well you know i picked this place to live because uh if the bombs do drop we're three miles outside of a major city so we'll get to watch the explosion and it'll be beautiful and then we'll be gone quickly i'm just like what the fuck (laughs) we won't we won't have to suffer through the burden of surviving (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, holy shit, this guy, I don't know. Like, I mean, I can kind of see where he's coming from because he's just like, he's lost so much in his right. life and he's just done with everything. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, but David's like, I mean, even Jennifer says at one point, she goes, I'm 17. 
I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, really. They, they have realistic kid reactions to this, like teenager reactions. And I can tell you when I was when I was in the army, they they give you the nuclear bullshit talk. You know, okay, look, if you do, you gotta lay on the ground, put your chest. I'm like, I'm yeah. standing up, guys. Like I don't. Like, I mean? <laughs> not gonna, like that's not gonna help me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm doing the fucking the the the. Um, the rock, you know what I mean? With the two flares. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I'm not surviving that. I'm standing right the fuck up. Uh, good luck. You know, like, I'm not. Yeah, I'll have fun. Like, like what, what's going to happen? Be like, Oh, you look up, you're like, Oh, if Rob's knees are the only like knees down are the only thing that's left. Like if he well, only would have well, laid on the ground, <laughs> they used to do. So they used to do these nuclear tests out in the middle of the ocean. Right. Like after world war two, around the, in the fifties, the forties and fifties and the sixties. And there was this one time, the first time they did it, they um they got all the dudes. It was, it was a naval documentary I was watching, and they got all the fucking guys and put them on. They had everyone on the ship come to the deck, and they sat there and they said, you know, when we tell you, you know, don't look, you got to put your head down on your fucking knees. And they ignited a fucking bomb, dude. And these guys were like, they're still talking to them today, and a lot of them got cancer and shit. Of and course. they were just like, they were like. I could see the bones. Even with my eyes closed, I could see the bones in my hands and legs. And, and the That's fucking, not good. <laughs> the heat. Yeah, everyone was scared. The guys were crying. You know what I mean? Jesus, like, it was, man. Yeah, it was horrific because, I mean, like, you, you didn't ever see anyone. And then when they got the fuck, when they were able to finally look, the entire sky is on fire. Like, they've poor fucking dudes man like just the nuclear war is fucking horrific i mean i I did work in nuclear biological chemical the last year of my time in i was a tanker but i got switched over and the more you you learn about fallout and just basic even like basic radiation or chemical attacks you're like "Ah, this fucking shit sucks you know what i mean anyone who fucking thinks this shit's fun you know what i mean this is no fucking clue what they're talking about Mm -hmm. you know like so his that's where the reality of that movie comes in too yeah this is a really good job of like not satirizing the threat of that mm-hmm. you know and not and it doesn't go like a verhoven level because you easy to see this movie <laughs> paul or verhoven you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. know all the military guys would have been wearing cowboy hats too like they're one right, yeah. step away <laughs> There was, I, we'll get to it later, but there's one voice. So I'm like, oh, it's the typical nerd voice. I, I got it down. But you, you're almost expecting Slim Pickens from fucking uh, Dr. Strange Love to show up at some point. But they don't do it. You know, they get close, but they don't They don't go quite there. So mm-hmm. his, his Falcon's response, though, that is a legitimate, like, look, if I had, the, I could live anywhere. I got a pension from the government. And I know the reality of fucking nuclear war in the 80s and what could probably happen. Yeah, I'd want to mm. live somewhere that's nice, but where I'm going to get vaporized and have to deal with fucking this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Or even the, the pain of just seeing everyone suffer. <clears throat> so that's why yeah. games like Fallout, man, like I could get it has its people love it. But for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, ah, shit's too close to home, man. I don't fucking want to live in a post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> yeah. Give me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, that's the radiation I want to see. So Yeah, the closest right. to a destructive environment I want to live in may be Star Wars, and that would be fucking dangerous. You'd get killed in three seconds in Star Wars. Like, yeah, you wouldn't even know you were dead because you're just like, your, b- your world blew up. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, vaporized. So, yeah, his response is, and they're, Ali Sheedy, you know, like this, she brings a lot of heart to the film. You know, mm. like she's super fucking innocent. 
you know, which is crazy because like three years later, she's trying to save an intelligent robot from the military, right? So, yeah. like, <laughs> right, right. right? <laughs> Who's Johnny? <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, so she grew up, and that's Joshua, right? Like I thought everything was connected. Like when I was a kid, man, like my you thought, my, you thought War Games was a documentary, not a movie. Uh, well that's we all thought this shit was real bro like like you got we thought fucking red dawn was real you know they're all right. gonna go the real seas are gonna kill you know like so <laughs> it wasn't until iron eagle 2 i was like we got to work together with the russians for peace you know so like, it took a while man like, <laughs> yeah. yep uh I know. I know guys i'll take you back i'll take you back and i'll lead you there it's it's not yeah sucks but okay. well we we so we get more like he goes basically david and jennifer are like well screw this like he's not gonna help us then i mean what the hell can we do and that's when we get our official well, kiss of the two well, i like before that. then that he's like you want to sleep on the floor i'm like you live in a fucking giant cabin surely you have a spare room for a- them yeah, he's got a good. I've guy. seen some cabins in my living in the south, and that's a really nice fucking cabin. Yeah, thing's big. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's bigger than Doc Brown's mansion. When yeah, he goes back to 1955. Yeah, mm. right. Now, so, props to the producers for not making Ali Sheehy get nude right here, because I could easily see. Could have yeah, done you know what I mean. When they take off the fucking bikinis, we jump in. Oh my god, it's cold water. You oh know, like, yeah, you know, they're yeah. like, let's get out of here. We don't have a boat. We don't have anything. She's like, let's swim for it. And she starts to take off a shoe, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, like when she, she started doing that, I was like, don't do that movie. Don't do that to me. This this movie doesn't need any nudity in it. Uh-uh. And then Jason appears from the lake because it's it's Crystal Lake, right? Like, <laughs> no one can have sex. In. Yeah, I thought everything was tied in when I was a kid. Like <laughs> this helicopter scene's a little goofy though. This is weird because like, he's like they found us. Just I don't know how, but they found them. us. It doesn't make sense that he. I don't know, but well, oh, because he's get, like he came and picked a falcon first, who has a chopper on command. Apparently, yeah, I guess so. Well, that's yeah. the, that's the whole joke too. He's like, what kind of guy lives on an island and doesn't have a boat? Mm-hmm. And like, well, I have a helicopter. So well, this, yeah, this is where Falcon should have been flying his own helicopter. But he's got a military guy flying it. So, yeah, so I guess like maybe he was like called him and it was like, hey, let's do it. We got to go. And he's like, dude, I just had dinner, but all right, sure. <laughs> My guess is Falcon made the call when they were making dinner because they were, they had food when they were first talking. So he made them dinner. My guess is there yeah. easily could have been trim footage, guys, where mm-hmm. you see oh, that yeah. stuff. But then when you're like, the movie's two hours, we got to cut out 15 minutes, they cut it all out and it still works. So you're like, this yeah. is this is one of those things where you're like, you know, in a TV show, you can show all that shit and you won't care that it, you know, that it was four hours long, the whole right. the whole story mm-hmm. or six hours. But here, clever editing and, you know, and it look, it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a, oh, we're being chased. But nope, it's him. Get in, you know, so. Right. There's that moment of intensity one more time, but it's not really. Did anyone yell get to the chopper at this point? Uh, did you... I did not, <laughs> surprisingly. I did it. No. I did it. Give <laughs> you the drama. Like, <laughs> I know, I had, no, I had it'd be Falcon. He'd be like, well, we have to get to this chopper pretty quickly, or this helicopter pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, were they, to, in or, first uh, circuit, they call them Heelys. And they're mm-hmm. not called choppers now. They're called Heelys, sir. You're like, oh, <laughs> Heelys. Uh, whatever. Tell them early birds. Uh, indirect. Uh, well, the the long, long, uh, whatever, the, the actual goal, they need to get to the WAPA. Uh-huh. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> no, I I guarantee you there was like somebody had McDonald's or Taco Bell. Somebody had 
collector cups for war games because I, I right. swore I remembered seeing. They used to have these glass cups where they would paint on. Uh, let's see. They would paint on like Star Trek Adam, like cups. I keep thinking mm. there was war game cups when I was a kid. Like someone fucking had them. Maybe it was at 7-Eleven or some shit like that. It would but make it, sense that, if 7-Eleven had it, yeah. Burger King would have been great if it was Get to the Whopper. You know, like <laughs> that would have been amazing. It yeah. could have worked for Predator and it could have worked for war games. So many different things, yeah. This yeah, is four yeah. years before the Predator, so that's true. So there's a bunch of shirts with like tic tac toe and shall we play a game on it? I was trying to see if there was. You're, you're never going to see the vintage mm-hmm. shit when you type it. You're just going to see whatever point. 80s yeah. T's put up in. Yeah, red bubble well, and crap. So what we got is we got them. They're rushing back to the uh, ha Russian. Uh, they're rushing back to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the to the base because they're like we know we got to tell them like you know. David's not crazy. He found Falcon. He's bringing him in. But at the meantime, they, uh, Joshua's already like started launching the or quote unquote launching the nukes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the general's like, "Is this one of your damn simulations? Because it better be." <laughs> right? Yeah, because they don't have the dudes sitting to wait to turn the keys. Now it's going to be all no. computer stuff. Um, it's going to happen. So they're at DefCon One now. Shits, yeah. shits happening. Um, apparently so they're they're in that jeep and they bust yeah. through like the military guy just busts through the gate and then they crash the jeep and it falls over that was a blooper that shouldn't have happened oh <laughs> that was actually an accident and they were just like let's keep it in because also the camera doesn't like makes or no the, the the jeep rolls on its side but then the jeep's perfectly fine as they're running away from it like it's turned back over and stuff yeah, uh, so was that was a that was a shot that uh, was not supposed to happen, but it ended up happening, and they just kept it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're like running, and there's this sense of urgency. But then as soon as they get in there, uh, Mick Trick Dick, what was his McKid- name? McKidrick. McKidrick. McKidrick is like, what's going on, John? And uh, Falcon's like, I see your wife still picks out your ties. Like they're just like, dude, <laughs> we are about to have World War Three. Shut the fuck up and figure this yeah. out. But uh, and he's just, yeah. I was just gonna say, Falcon is just like he 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 knows that it's serious, but he's still like he doesn't give a shit. Kind of kind of keeping it lighthearted this, a little bit. This so okay. So McKittrick has a wife. So is he having an affair with his secretary? <laughs> oh, maybe. See see what I'm saying, guys? Like well, I'm maybe trying to maybe do... it's not an affair. Maybe she's just obsessed with him. It was like I need this gum in my mouth. Now, okay, so hey, let's say God. you go to work. And your wife sees another woman take your gum and put it in her mouth. Like, what is what, you you going oh, home that I'm night? Gonna, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but he, oh, the general, he's like, I got to talk to the president now. What the hell is going on? And and Falcon's like, right, tell him to ride out the attack and whatever. But everybody's like watching the screens and there's lights going off and it's like it's it's Defcon one. So yeah, yeah, we're waiting. So he's essentially telling them, like, don't do anything, because if you attack for real uh, in an act of defense against Russia, then you're actually going to be the first ones attacking is what's going on right here. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're just kind of sitting there waiting to watch things blow up, essentially. So. Uh, and there's the countdown. Oh, yeah, they had the they had the three bases on the phone just in case, like, if they lose communication, they're going to launch the nukes and all that. Right, right, right. So it's. It's cra- it's intense right now, but, but you know, as the audience, we're like, well, this is going to be fine, so we're just waiting to watch them not <laughs> launch anything, right? Like, isn't this yeah. good? 
Uh, we get our first ending fake out because I was like, oh, the movie's going to end. And you're like, nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, Falcon's like, or, or uh, oh, shoot. General Texas is like, we got 2,400 inbound Soviet warheads. And, It'd be great know. if his last name was Texas. It may as well be. <laughs> General Texas. That's, I, I like that. That's a name that should be used. I also want to know, too, when I went and saw that movie Bumblebee, was it last summer or the summer? Oh, the Transformers yeah. spinoff, yeah. They tried hard to make the set happen again like oh, in that really? film but okay. it was like the budget version of this sound like it was uh, like like a third of the size you know you're just like yeah they're, they're trying to get the war games feeling here i i, I could see it is in they didn't want to spend them because this is a giant fucking set mm-hmm. yeah this is a massive set right yeah um but so missiles launch explosions happen supposedly on the digital screens but then um General's like trying to talk to them and they reply. So everybody's like, all right, nobody's dead. We did it. We didn't have to launch anything. Everybody's happy and hallelujah. And then Josh was like, nope. Yeah. Josh was like, well, the game's not over. I gotta, I gotta launch some shit. And there's a lock on the codes and they realize like, uh, Falcon walks up to the computers, the big screens and he's like, what's going on? Why is he still trying to figure out this code or whatever? And it is Joshua trying to get the launch codes to just fuck yeah. shit up anyway. He's manually trying to find a launch code so he can do that. And he's succeeding so far from what we're seeing. Like he's getting he has to get 10 digits and he's getting mm-hmm. one at a time. Yeah. 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 Um, and 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 David points out that it thinks that he's just waiting to play games and he's just waiting to finish the game. And. Um, the, uh, the, the IT guy, the heavyset guy that was defending Whopper essentially is like Mm. trying to, he can't figure out the launch codes. We can't get in and whatever. And so Whopper's trying, uh, Joshua Whopper, Joshua Whopper is trying to (laughs) (laughs) figure out the codes and, Nobody knows what they can do, and uh, they can't log in because he erased all their passwords and all that stuff. So yeah, all this good stuff. Uh, and for some, I didn't really understand this. For some reason, um, McKidrick is trying to talk to the general just through a headset, but then instead he puts the headset down and walks twenty feet to tell him in person what's going on. Right. Yeah, sure. bro, bro. We live in an age now where you could be right next to your wife and you'll text her. So let's, yeah. not, you know what I mean? Let's not shit on that idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was that the dramatic, true. dramatic, uh, tension, I guess. But this is also but, where the general says like, but, your machine's a piece of crap or no, it sucks yeah, or whatever your he machine says. machine sucks. <laughs> I can then, tell you why though. Like they would think that because if you really think about, you ever been in, you ever work in a large room with yeah. open fucking ceilings like that? The, so they, we, I used to work in a small art department. And the fucking owners thought it'd be a really good idea to not give anyone raises or bonuses a year, but instead they bought a new building and moved us in that. That'll 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 treat us. We all want to work in a new building. <laughs> and they put the art department in a giant open room, hmm. vaulted ceiling fucking like thing. And it was fucking. This one girl broke down crying because the bounced fucking audio in that room. You could hear a conversation from two hundred feet away, but you yeah. couldn't hear the person next to you. Right. Uh, like, okay. So you would have to talk like into we would all like just type into, you know, Messenger Yahoo or whatever Messenger. Like yeah. you would type conversations to people right next to you because you could not you were hearing the the bounce noise from across the way. So I could I could see that as being a reason, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. I've been in rooms like that too, yeah. Um 
but yeah, he says your machine sucks, and McKidrick's like, you pompous piece of shit, or something like that. I was like, oh boy, what's happening? There <laughs> right. um, we go. <clears throat> and so David says to bring up all the games, and they go through to try to play a game um, with them. And uh, oh, yeah, I did. I, I skipped a quote though, because the general does say, "God damn it, I piss on a spark plug if you think it'd do any good." <laughs> I hope that that yeah. was improv. <laughs> I would have think that it would have been improv. That sounded, I, yeah, yeah, I really hope so. Um, and that's how Johnny Five was made. Ta-da! <laughs> Who's Johnny? He's a... <laughs> Birth from piss and hope. Um, oh, yeah, they're going through the games and chess, poker. And then this actually pissed me off that finally David's like, Global thermonuclear war. I'm like, no shit, pick that one. Why wasn't that your first one? But yeah, but no, they figure There's a game out going. Yeah, but no, uh, David's like, oh, it's not on the list. Put in tic tac toe, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they do that, and um, Whopper goes nuts. Yeah, well, because win. like he's like, how do we make it play against itself? And Falcons like put number of players to zero, so then Whopper starts playing tic tac toe against himself. Hold on, hold, mm-hmm. hold, hold on. He typed the word zero. Yeah, he didn't even put in the number zero. <laughs> so it oh. Should have been his. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's the one. I'm like, it would have been a number. No way you're typing zero. Yeah, <laughs> binary doesn't read words. So, um, oh, actually, hold on. Mm-hmm. No, you guys keep going, but they they zoom in on that. I was wondering if that keyboard even had. It had to have had numbers on it. It had a numerical time. Oh, yeah. This is before. Okay. Yeah. At the top row. Mm-hmm. Okay. That at least. It was like uh, a Commodore 64 style, like one of those really thick, chunky computers. But, yeah. Yeah. Know, but, yeah. Yeah. Thick, it's what it had. Oh, I like my computers. Thick and chunky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but like we mentioned, Tic-Tac-Toe doesn't always end in a tie. It, he would have, like, figured out how to win. But that's okay. We don't want World War Three. Uh, well, the thing is, if you're playing, if you if you have a supercomputer system like this that both sides are playing to win in a game of tic tac toe, then yeah, it would always be a stalemate because they would always pick the perfect move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would because yeah. the re- like like Rob said earlier, the reason you play tic tac toe is because either one you play with someone that's doesn't know how the game works, or they slip up in a game, and you're like, oh, I got you because you didn't see that I had one over here. But a computer system would always see that. And if they're yeah. dumb enough to lose a tic-tac-toe, then they're dumb enough to lose their lunch money, so you can go get a Jell-O pudding pop. <laughs> this, is how Rob, this is how Rob experienced Jell-O pudding pops for the first time. A lot of firsts. He won tic Because of War Games. Look, look, it was many firsts. So, But yeah, so that that's what happens is Josh Whopper just keeps going crazy from losing against himself and the lights all blink and go nuts and computer falls silent and all this stuff. And then, um, he finally says greens, professor Falcon. Uh, I forget. Uh, yeah, it's basically like, yeah, the game is, he's like this game, the best outcome is if you don't play this game, (laughs) right? Strange game. Strange game. Yeah, that's what it was. Which makes me wonder if the original title for this movie was strange game. Uh, I, I, could I like see, war games I'm not, look, I'm saying when they write them out, like they always try to tie it back because they never say the phrase war games. It's like a marketing or yeah. producer sitting down going, we're not calling the shit strange games, you know, but like, <laughs> like <laughs> but they, I, you know, they tend to always tie it to a phrase in the film 
And I could right. easily see it starting with strange games or strange game or whatever, and then it turned into war games because it, it's, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's war and it's a game, so. Yeah. Right, war. yeah. And it sounds, you know. One of the original titles for it was The Genius, which doesn't, it's a little too, yeah, a little too generic. Been, the name of it should have been Joshua Whopper. Josh Well, Whopper. let me tell you about generic names like that. You put that shit down so you can move on, you know, yeah. because it got, I got yeah. a fucking, I literally got 120 pages of script right here. Fuck the name. Like, I don't, you know, no matter what you put down, fucking marketing department is going to change that shit the second you turn that in anyway, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I the... like when they hold on. So I like when they win, and then if you look, people are throwing up papers in celebration. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! You know what I mean? Like, who's <laughs> picking that shit up? Like, yeah, I, don't I think like those papers are packing... important. I don't even like like to toss around packing peanuts anymore because I'm like, I'm not clean. You ever get some yeah. shit in the mail with packing peanuts? Like these fucking assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have ordered it if I'd known it was going to be shipped like this. <laughs> Every time I have to, oh, so every now and then I order like like an artist edition book. There's, there's these like mm-hmm. 11 by 17 or 12 by 18 books that reproduce comics with all their imperfections at the original size they were drawn. So I got the first two volumes of Spawn, The Dark Knight Returns, Max, right, right, right. Bone, Hellboy. But when they show up, they always show up in the packing peanuts. And I, I, I literally put on like my spy music, you know, and like, I'm like, it's like, anytime you got to cut the wires, you know, is it cut the orange wire, the white wire, the yellow wire? I got to fucking get the, I have to like be very, very careful <laughs> with fucking packing peanuts, man. It's, it's a fucking yep. nightmare. And God, don't step on one because then they'll explode and then they're everywhere. <laughs> oh, Doctor Who. Clever. Sure. Bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah, I saw that episode. Yeah, that was actually the last season of Doctor Who. It was bubble wrap that will kill you. Oh wow! Pop it, Lord. I know, right? But... No, no budget too small for Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Scotty, you there? Well, that's war game. No, <laughs> I had to pee. I'm oh, back. there it is. <laughs> okay, yep. you didn't like. We weren't. You walked away, right? We weren't. We didn't go on that journey with you. Uh, I I <laughs> no. did walk away. <laughs> I don't There's think some asshole now that long you... enough. There's always some asshole at the urinal who's like on his fucking phone. I'm like, what are you doing? So I, anytime I see that, I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, God, oh, that hits the fucking spot. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm writing my name, you know, like just to get him the fuck off the phone. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was War Games. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Like, so, yeah. so after this movie ends, that's when me, me and the girl, we, 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 give, we give the look. Yeah. She took me back to her room, and we, we tried that open-mouth kissing thing. <laughs> and you were the uh, you were the, just the worst at it, I would bet money. <laughs> it's probably had to be pretty good for a six-year-old, dude. You know what I mean? Like, Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But I told my wife, she's like, you were how young? I'm like, I was a ladies' man. I was, in the ladies was a ladies' boy. <laughs> I was a ladies' boy. Yeah, I like I like I, I saw the nerd shit, and I like look this movie. You can be a nerd and still get the girl; like it can work, you know. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, the uh, t- uh, took her back and showed her your seven inch floppy. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, all right. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Because the movie ends here. Is it? Yeah, do you think he goes back to school? And is still writing down passwords and cheating because he, he was a senior 
Well, he was a senior, was right? He, like, I, he, I guess he was. Uh, 17, 17 would probably be around senior age. This is one of the, I will say this is one of the few, one of the rare movies where the kids are supposed to be playing high schoolers actually do look like they're in high school still. Uh, yeah. They this do, little... <laughs> except for a few moments where you could tell, like, like I said, you could tell Matthew Broderick's like, or where Matthew Broderick is just like, he's kidding it up. Like, like at the end where, where McKittrick, Scruffy's his hair, then he scruffies McKittrick. Yeah. It's like that's right. like okay. a, I'm not really a kid, you know what I mean? But I'm yeah. a kid, you know, like it's yeah. it's funny. I right. this is a movie that I would have liked to see some kind of post credits, like after what happens when I go back. Like the government's not gonna let him keep his computer stuff, right? Like <laughs> He's like, Yeah, you're definitely never using computers ever again. Yeah, you better like start playing football or something because computers are no longer in the cards. <laughs> Right. He's stuck they... working with Eddie Deason for the oh, summer, boy. and he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I f- but like, yeah. this is all like top secret, right? Like, you can't like, all right, now we got to go out back and take care of everything. <laughs> like, what's like? Mm-hmm. Well, they enrolled know. him into a military cyber hacking academy, like in the. There you go. Yeah. Eagle, sure. Right? Yeah. Like an Iron Eagle, you just go to the trial, and then they put you in the fucking Air Force, yeah. and you get to fly a sixteen. So. And then boom, hack boom. he, the, yeah, he's the guy that he's the hacker that works for the government and hackers. So there oh, you go. Good. <laughs> yeah. That all makes. I just thought there was a, there was a missed opportunity in the nineties to put Matthew Broderick in sneakers. Sneakers, like, yeah, yeah, it would have been really great. You didn't have to use his name, but it would have been great to have Matthew Broderick in in that. Film. Yeah, could play a totally different character, just had the actor. Yeah, That's I think great. so. But yeah, this game, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I kind of want to watch it again with my wife. So, um, it was all right. I thought some parts were boring. I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I can see why it was so influential for sure. Um. But I was not as thoroughly entertained as I remembered being as a child watching this. So I don't know. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was all right. So we got different spectrums. So Scotty thinks it's yes, you know, all right. I was like, oh, this is really good. And then Rob's just like, this is my life. So this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on Facebook, finding old friends, looking up pictures of my dad, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, right? Yeah. And then I oversleep and miss the front of the podcast. That's exactly That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too late digging up the past after this fucking movie. You know, oh, I think that crazy. that's perfect then. <laughs> Uh-huh. Speaking of Facebook, though, we did get some replies on there uh, when we told people that we were watching this. Um, James D. said, love this film. Bought it on every format, VHS, Laserdisc, now Blu-ray. Uh, Robert John S. says, do you want to play some Sonic? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stuart R. says, thermonuclear global warfare or global thermonuclear, whatever. Either way, it's a whopper. Um, yep, that's right. Uh Jerry P says, can't say I remember much of the movie. Haven't seen it since I was a kid. Uh, what I have wo- always wondered, though, why the reflection shows a dude and a kid smiling when the world's about to end and it's clearly a woman looking over her shoulder. Someone replies, like, that's that dude's her face or something like that. So <laughs> it, the the cover, I think he means, like, the cover seems a little bit darker than they mean for it to be, maybe. Because um, oh, okay. he's just happily watching the world end, essentially. Uh, one last comment. Sarah Z said, love this movie. Love the movie. Um, so yeah, a lot of praise, uh, not as passionate replies as the Turtles movie that we watched last time, but, um, still a lot of love for the movie. So that's cool. 
Uh, and I always yeah. want to give a big shout out to the actress who keeps reading off 50 seconds to impact because that fucking yeah. woman scared the shit out of me. I was yeah, like, that 30 fucking... seconds to impact. Yeah, she had a great voice. I'm like, that has a fucking fantastic voice, man. Like, see, yeah. anytime like, I want my phone to like ways when I get near somewhere, 50 <laughs> feet to impact. Fucking, I'm almost there. Like, <laughs> gotta get there. I'm gonna flip the Jeep and I'm gonna run. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the computer has to explode. They had to add something in there. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It could oh, just yeah. be like, Pew. it had to do something. Mm-hmm. It's exploding mm-hmm. and shit. It's the best. That's pretty good. Um, this movie, though, did pretty well considering what it was up against the year that it came out. Uh, yeah. His Return of the Jedi release this year. Um Scarface, uh, let's see. I'm just going to name some movies that came out the same year, and it was a crazy year for movies. Risky Business, Big Chill, A Christmas Story. Um, yeah. The Outsiders, yeah, Christine, yeah, one of the Lampoon vacation movies, um, Flashdance, Cujo, this was the heyday. This was the heyday of Stephen King movies too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Crawl <laughs> this year. God, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Um, so it's a but good yeah, year for you're... movies. Yeah, if you're ever on the fence about war games, you haven't ever actually seen it, or if you haven't watched it in a while, I'd I'd recommend watching it again. Mm-hmm. It's a good film. Uh, it, like like Corey mentioned in the beginning, it didn't feel like two hours. Um, no, had gone by when when you were watching it. So it's a good one, and we mentioned this film because uh, we in the upcoming issue nine of Mega Visions were reviewing the game War Groove. Uh, that's on the Switch. So if you like <laughs> Advance Wars and things like that, um... the seriousness of video games in this movie to and then the war groove, you know what I mean? <laughs> they just could not see how dumb it would all get, you know? Yeah. Well, it was based. I mean, there was a video game based on this very loosely on the PS One, but that was only on the PS One. Did you guys happen to ever yeah, try I've, that? Ever play that game? I've seen the cover, but I've never played the game. It, the only thing that it has to do, like the only way it's related to this movie in the slightest is at the title screen, it says, shall we play a game? Uh, and you have to essentially fight against time with the DEFCON um, counter going down to zero, going down to one gradually. Uh, gotcha. It's a, it's a good game, though. It's a good co-op game, actually. Um, okay. But I always dug it. And it, yeah, it does have a fun, like, protovision commercial in the beginning though like you want to play games and blow shit up and like do this crazy <laughs> stuff it was weird it had more protovision involved in the video game than the actual movie did well i'm certain that game got made because the games like the blade runner pc game or it was a pretty big success so it was like hey what other 80s thing that's kind of cyber that we could make a game out of and it didn't work out so right yeah because yeah. it when did that come out 98 um, I'm just surprised there isn't like a 80s or pixel like Ludum Dare 24 hour kind of faster than light style like global thermal nuclear war style hacking somewhere you got to hack into NORAD and then you know type in the thing and like there, there's there's some like loop logic here with the using the phones and typing and playing mini games to figure out passwords to get in that could be one of those kind of quirky indie kind of mm-hmm. like pixel titles i could right i could see that you know yeah it is weird that there's not really something like that i don't know i'm sure there's even a tabletop of this or something but uh <laughs> it's cool um but yeah so that was war games i don't know do you guys have any other final thoughts on it at all or how 
I mean, it was very yeah. influential as well. Yeah, I kind of said my thought on it. I, I like it. I'll be picking up a copy of it because I don't have it on Blu-ray thing. So I'll I'll look for a copy. There, you got to get the combo pack of this and Hackers. Oh, I don't think I have Hackers on Blu-ray. I have it on DVD. So oh, I don't know go. if it's a Blu-ray bundle ah, combo okay. or not. But speaking of PlayStation, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we all say check it out. I think that's going to just yep. about do it for the sideshow, though. Um, thank you guys for telling us what you think of this movie on the social medias. Just always keep an eye out for those, uh, for what we're going to be watching next. So you can watch along, play along, whatever. Uh, otherwise though, if we want to do any plugs, we can, Corey, did you want to tell everyone how you love the song pizza power now or anything like that? Yeah, no, that, no, that, that, no, get it out of my head. It's in my head. (laughs) Yeah. It's been in my head all week because of Mr. Scotty over here. (laughs) Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, no. So if you guys want to check out more podcasts that I do, and sometimes we have Scotty on there too, you can go check out Scrubverse podcast. It's over. You can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you can check us out there. Uh, we just recorded our episode last night. Uh, last week's episode, we had Scotty on and we talked a lot about a lot of like music and we basically, that one's a little bit more like we could say whatever we want on that podcast. So yeah, you want to go check that Thanks. out. Thanks. Scrubbers. Well, you know, we, we, you've seen some of the clips and some of the titles we have for our podcast. So you could just say we carry, we cover a more broad spectrum. There you go. There we go. But yeah, you can go check that out. Scrubbers podcast. Go type it into wherever you listen to podcasts and you'll get porn. Um, not always. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Pizza Power, speaking of, Rob, anything you want to... Sketchcraft, Mr. Sketchcraft over there, anything you want to tell us about? <laughs> Fucking tired of the turtles, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, I didn't know when I was really doing this. Did. So people were like, oh, great way to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the turtles. Well, I'm like, yeah, that's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Sure. <laughs> sure. It's, it's, guys, so like, I recorded this... I'm working on this. I just finished this... <laughs> This uh, piece of art that's going into issue nine for Mega Visions, and it's going to be a fold out poster in the magazine too, and just giant turtles fucking like tribute thing. And um, I don't, I don't get too into the weeds. We're at the end of the sideshow, so I figure it's good shop talk because who, who, who really gets this far in the podcast? But um, Chris will. He'll <laughs> wow. be like, you talk down the podcast. Look, I, I look at it, my podcast. I do two hour long podcasts. They tend to never get this far. So for those that did, just understand, uh, making shit's hard. When you're in it for a hundred hours, you fucking hate life. But you you do reward you. You are. I'm proud to have done it. I never fucking want to do that ever again. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> gotcha. So it'll probably be if I ever fucking do anything like this again, it'll be at least another year because it's a hundred fucking hours. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Well, if it's, it's any consolation, it looks dope as hell, and I'm excited to get a copy of it. <laughs> I appreciate it, but yeah. So like, this would be. F- Everything in here you're seeing on the Turtles piece is just four years after War Games. You know, it was as influential yeah. to me as War Games. Like, oh, yeah. it was... so, <laughs> so War Games Commission incoming. So oh, there should have been a War Games game on the Game Boy, though. I thought that was a missed opportunity with the green yeah. tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh been, yeah, they could have. So. It could have just been a text-based adventure, yeah, or something. Wouldn't uh, it be great if it was like a chibi Matthew Broderick and you had to like dodge military guys? Yeah, platformer you know that I mean? makes no sense. And yeah, it's like the little like Mickey game on Game Boy Advance. 
And you need to get to a phone to call Ali Sheedy to get like help to recover password or you know what I mean? Like so Falcon. You, air, you gotta like, collect money to get an airplane ticket. You got a walkie talkie and you're talking to Falcon and shit, you know, and yeah. you gotta yeah. I could see them like totally fucking like was that what was that company that did a little shitty was it L G N? Was it L J N? Oh L J N was uh, one, yeah, or Tiger Electronics. Yeah, L J N. Whoever did like those home alone games and shit. Yeah. I could see mm-hmm. yep. I yep. can see that. So, so there we back go. Back to the magazine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, issue 9 is going to be great. Lots of good stuff in that one. Definitely our strongest issue to date. Um, yeah. So that so that's like, gonna... so this is why Rob quit. You're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you get you get your money's worth cuz that that ended yeah. it, you know. We got that yeah. good. We got that good Marvel vs. Capcom uh spread which is good for the 20th anniversary this year, so anniversaries everywhere. All working out. That's right. That's right. So, but thank you so I need much to go get a whopper, for guys. In. Yeah, so. it's uh, we're all gonna get whoppers, wound a, a wound of whoppers, so, and big. Who balls. here is gonna go get a Burger King whopper, but then also crunch up some milk dud whoppers and like? Uh, no. those are gar- I hate. Oh, I hate. Yeah, those, those are fucking horrible, no, right? The no, I hate them. them. This might have been a first for you, but that's not gonna be a first for any of us. No, I don't yeah, like you mix them together. It's, a, it's the double whopper combo. Like, you come know, on, like no. you'll be dropping dropping some whoppers after that. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, right. it's well of a tale of a tale. She said it's well of a tale. <laughs> oh boy! But we're out of here, everybody. We're Thanks so much. Michael, All right, <laughs> we're leaving. We're done. The podcast is over. We're leaving. Sketch bye. Goodbye. Good night. We're up over and gone. Uh, see you. See you. Have a good day. Whoa. Have a good day. <laughs> the podcast is going to come out. What? You can't have a good day. <laughs> that just felt it felt like you were on the phone and we just hung up on everyone or something uh, have a good day <laughs> <laughs>